0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, locked and loaded once again for another episode of the Conspiracy Farm. Jeffrey Wilson, as always, riding shotgun with my partner in crime, UFC Hall of Famer, eater of worlds, master of the tango, lover of rainbow sherbet ice cream. Patrick J. Milicic, what's up, champion? Chocolate, chocolate chip, Ch- chocolate chip. Okay, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: let's hey, that's just straight from the stack. Right. Let's yeah. see if we have uh, been in a a an amazonian month and a half rainstorm here in Iowa. Yes. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on with the weather and, and I got to be honest with you, the timing with our guest for this show couldn't be better.
0: Yeah, and absolutely and as we kind of talked off air, dude, it it really came together very inadvertently. Last week we had an incredible swap cast with Ricky Verandas from the Ripple Effect, uh, James Corbett from the Corbett Report, Pat and myself talking a little bit about climate change. And, you know, I I had been wanting to obviously reach out to our guest today for a potential future venture as well as getting him back on the show because he was on the show before. And he the particular subject he wanted to talk about, I'm like, bingo, because that's exactly what we were talking about. And then uh, next week we have another guest. which is going to tie it all together, but returning to the program, man, very anxious to chop it up with our boy here, Gordon Rockford from the Conspiracy Guys from over there in Dublin. Dublin, Ireland. How's it going, brother?
1: How are you going, lads? What's the crack? yeah it's uh it's raining over here too the global warming hasn't reached here yet but uh we just need more man-made uh uh, what man-made carbon emissions and the sun will come out that's how it works right more diesel trucks man yeah yeah that uh that old fossil fuels shite well
0: before we get started, obviously the website is up ladies and gentlemen www.theconspiracyfarm.com. archived episodes a little information about Patrick and myself incredible sponsors and more you can do a little shopping get some uh, gear TCF gear as well as great supplements great grass-fed beef all kinds of good stuff over there the conspiracy the conspiracyfarm.com Gordon man what the heck have you been up to dude I've obviously follow you on the face space, on the Twitter you know you got your hands full and just keep pumping out awesome content with your show How's the world been treating you brother what' you been up to?
1: uh success upon success lads it's uh it's i mean it's humbling to see how many people are jumping on the bandwagon um those is the website if you want to keep up with everything and um like we're releasing episodes obviously not as many as i would like uh i'm trying to kind of ration them out we spent a little while last year recording them all in a bunch uh we were anticipating going on an american trip now there's you know, a small bit of postponement towards that, but um, we definitely will be in America at some time in, in, in the nearest future and uh, making loads of video content, loads more people on Patreon, getting some uh, behind the scenes goodies and just pumping out like big six, seven hour shows on uh, really interesting and I don't think very commonly covered topics. We're about to release an episode now on Agenda 21 and we look at it from like a different point of view. So what I like to do on my show is kind of look back at some of the other episodes and give like a um, an ecosystem of information. So we've done a show on global warming, done a show on uh, um, uh, like the Zika virus and stuff like that. Right. So it's trying to build up these, these uh, pools of knowledge so that when you hear something like agenda 21, it kicks off. So like uh, we have another one on the Hopi Indians coming in a few weeks and uh yeah man it's all it's all kicking off over here loads of uh, loads of subscribers downloads into hundreds of thousands and uh basically all all, all green fields
0: that's awesome man that's like i yeah, said man. been a big follower for a long time i mean and obviously you know the conversation we're gonna have today i mean it's and you kind of brought it up a second ago agenda 21 man mm. i mean this is the last week we had on corbett and we had that conversation on climate change and then it just this is such a having delved as deep as I have in doing show prep and just my general research, it's just a very, very fascinating thing because so many other people believe the diametric opposite. Though There's no way that they would ga- engage in this type of conspiracy. There's no you know, it's all about carbon dioxide. Let's save the planet just because humans are so yeah. bad. Talk to me, bro. Agenda 21. What is that for anybody kind of a lay person coming in? Define that for us. What is agenda 21?
1: like it's it's more of a kind of a, a it's more it's more unbelievable because it seems to have so many moving pieces you know we did our episode on 911 back in the day and uh, one of the one of the main kind of uh, um oppositional thoughts for something like 911 is like yeah but you can't keep that many people quiet about something right. it can't be a giant plot real you know? so agenda 21 is like what george h w bush would call the new world order <laughs> uh you know, it's a it's a it's a a global control plan to uh, use a whole lot of different facets of of uh, media, of uh, some bunk science, of population control, uh, you know, mind control, and all of these other tools of influence to basically create a to create a world that can be controlled to the nth degree, and it's come from a place of real fact. So yeah. like it was it was made like a uh, kind of publicly made in in '92 uh, at the Earth Summit in Rio de Janeiro, and for four years these guys met until '96, and basically hashed out this plan to say like, look at the Georgia Guidestones <laughs> kind <laughs> of have yeah. the right have the right recipe to uh, to make the planet a better, more sustainable, and then if you replace sustainable with controllable, yes, um, you know. It's basically a plan to, to run the world. And there's... What, what What's it Jim Morrison says? They got the guns, but we got the numbers. And uh, it's basically fighting against that. So it's, it's, a, it's using the UN as a, as a standing world army, maybe stormtrooper-like armaments and stuff, to, uh, to, to basically become the, the empire over the whole planet. Um, unite us all under one government, one currency, one set of laws. And take all of our labor and all of our, uh, uh, you know, natural materials and resources, and use it all for the betterment of the planet, and then replace the planet with their pockets, or their egos, or you know, their
2: power-hungry yes. micropenises or whatever. You know? <laughs> and it's and it's complete. It's it's complete in terms of, you know, I mean, this was a brainchild of, of Marie Strong, the the oil tycoon and the billionaire. Uh, yeah. Initially, was it not? Yeah. And and the fact that they are able to use so many different tentacles, especially the media, in convincing the the masses that you know, God, we should just go out and shoot ourselves to save the world. It's it's very scary how people <clears throat> easily succumb to this to this mindset and this belief. I think about how many modern
1: um, contentious political points or s- social and cultural points uh, are under the blanket or under the umbrella of what we would think of as a new world order or an agenda 21 agenda. Yes. It's like global warming is made by man in order to, you know, stop global warming to save our planet. We must, you know, not have as many kids, make sure that we are, you know, not, not Mm -hmm. like a, like it goes into like abortion. It goes into like, um, sterilization
0: forced sterilization.
1: Yeah, man. Like, like, you could. There's so many rabbit holes, man. This is like a fucking golf course. Like well, and, and ultimately, and that's what
0: that's why I found so fascinating talking to, in our last episode with James Corbett, and you know, yeah. it he's goes. Amazing. He I is know, man. Corbett is, Corbett is Corbett is just a, he's like Rain Man on this stuff, which is just great he, to he, bounce. His
1: peak oil, his peak oil episode uh, is possibly like the, the seminal work on. Um, conspiracy basically well uh, that's
0: essentially you know a few weeks ago i'm just you know going down the youtube hole and i i see you know why big oil you know took over the world or whatever it was how and why the both of those episodes are just absolutely incredible and that's what made me like man we need to talk about this because at the end of the day you know the root of this when you start talking about you know st- sterilization et cetera, et cetera, it's eugenics You know Maurice Strong didn't just show up as a billionaire. He started working for the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds. You know, back in the day, to kind of transfer this language. Even though he did become an oil tycoon and was head of uh, Petro Canada, these guys who are in control of all these this oil are the ones who are spearheading this next. This next evolution of not just sustainable development, but the next economy. You know, you got 5G. I think this has to do with freaking the, the space force and weaponizing space. I mean, this is some next level stuff they're going uh, doing under the guise of global warming, being a humanitarian, but it's actually eugenics.
1: Yeah, like this is this for, for our show, for those conspiracy guys, like this is kind of like a fulcrum episode. So this has taken like the last six seasons and maybe three episodes from each season. So we've done one on Global Warming, done one on Pete oil, did one on J.P. Morgan. Uh, we did one on like the Titanic conspiracy, even like J.P. Morgan sinking. Yeah. Uh, Is it Or Strauss and all this kind of stuff. So it's like that whole uh, historical perspective. Where hundred and twenty years ago, or maybe more, hundred forty years ago, a bunch of dudes said, "Let's do this thing." Yeah. All the currencies of America, like all the different types of banknotes, and you know all this Wild West shit, we gotta consolidate, man. We gotta consolidate, and they use the Federal Reserve and the IRS and all of these other types of federal uh, uh, overarching uh, organizations to control the population, and and in in making like a Federal Reserve. You're not just controlling money, but you're also controlling people. You're also controlling where the people build their houses and where communities yes. can congregate and grow. You can, you know, choose if you live here, you're a rich person. If you live there, you're a poor person. Uh, and therefore control po- population, control yes. the, the spread. Under Agenda 21, they want 75% of the, Amer- the North American continent to be, to be put back to uh, uh, wildlife reserves. Like, at that time, you think what, what was the, What was your man's name with the big smiley head in the glasses? Woodrow Wilson? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> big smiley chick, and he has like a mouthful of chiclets for a smile. What's his, is that Woodrow Wilson, yeah? He made the, the National Parks, right?
0: Uh, Theodore. Theodore Ro- well, Theodore Roosevelt did one. No, oh, yeah, you're yeah, thinking Roosevelt, Theodore Roosevelt.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Smiley guy, right? Theodore Roosevelt uh, made the National park system, and you think like, what a benevolent motherfucker. Like, he's like, right. saving nature, and it's all about mooses and raccoons and shit. But no, like, the, the national parks <clears throat> is possibly, like, <laughs> that's, like, one of the darkest parts of the Agenda 21 conspiracy because, they, you know, you're not allowed to fly any drones or anything over the national parks. Like, what's inside of them? Is there, All like, right. some kind of maze runner? <laughs> uh, yeah, cooking? What's that one uh, with Jennifer Lawrence? The, the mocking bird uh, you know, oh, Hunger yeah. Games. Maybe just like a Hunger Games arena somewhere in the Yellowstone Park, it's just not let see. And if you fly over with a drone, like you get arrested and shit. Like they want to grow those parks out into seventy-five percent of the northern American continent and right. have everybody all, all the population living in 25 percent of the area so that's it like, was, basically yeah New York and California and like mega city one or whatever like yeah, and you see and that? that's
0: what I said mega cities ages ago man the judge yeah. Dredd. but even like you just somebody just said hunger games like that's how they start to get our minds used to this that's part of the conditioning with yeah. movies yeah. like hunger games these restricting of rations and you know cards on who you know the the allocation of resources is yeah. done by the
1: the state if you will and that's exactly the what about you can the, you can have exactly. a, a list as long as your fucking arm of like foreshadowing movies yes and now i know that you know we're getting I, like i'm getting all head up here and my blood pressure's going high because it's conspiracies and it's like and then and then right <laughs> but like like you t- think of the list of the movies of the come in the last 15 20 years and if you can't look at that list and look at the themes and look at the the, the kind of cultural um touchstones in each of those movies. And not say that there's some kind of oh, subliminal programming.
0: Well, unless you're kind of aware of it, you just you just try, like, dude, it makes me sad because some of my Marvel movies, especially like Winter Soldier, and I mean, there's so many that are just like, oh, ouch, you know what I mean? Just yeah, oh, it's like ruined.
1: It's like it, it, it literally once you once you know this stuff is a real thing, and Agenda Twenty One is like 100 percent really can go. It's like a, a one thousand one hundred and forty page document. You can go and read all the shit they have planned, right? But once you read that, it's really like um. Uh, they live, you know. Yeah. You're 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 put on those you, you put on those glasses and it, everything is like eat, sleep, <clears throat> consume, obey. Right. Like you can't watch TV, you can't watch movies. I'm watching that new Twilight Zone that's made by Jordan Peele. Have you ever seen any of those I episodes? I haven't. I haven't. Are they good? Holy shit, man! If that is not like predictive programming, just beating Every you over the head. Of it. Yeah. Dude, it's f- right in your face. Like, there's one episode where uh, some meteors hit the hit the hit the planet like some you know little tiny rocks like just come into the atmosphere and it gets into the water and all of the men start drinking the water and then they start getting really aggressive and they fight each other and they start raping women but it's only the men the women don't get uh attacked or anything like that and then you look at like there's one or two dudes that are not affected and the name the episode is not all men but it's basically like the the protagonist is a woman in the episode and she's just running away from all these mad violent fellas wow. and you're like I mean, that's on the nose. If you're talking about like cultural significance or whatever, that's really on the nose. Loads of them then are about like gun control, population control, uh, um, like bigotry and racism. Um, like it's all very contemporary and of the time, but very much of like a liberal talking point agenda where they're trying to tell you this is the way it's going to be. Well, that, that's
0: know? kind of the, 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 you know, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. And then, you yeah. have, you have know, you have the opposite. You know what I mean? I think movies like The Matrix, is the, especially The Matrix number one, is such a perfect metaphor for what we always talk about, how reality is just inverted. And there is yeah, this huge false reality over. that lays over the real reality. Right. I mean, that's... It, it it is crazy how they utilize. Obviously, I mean, the media they know it's effective and they know how to program people. You go back to Edward Bernays and all that other shit. I mean, they, yeah. they're they're masters at it. They're absolute. Right. Masters Let's
2: talk. But I, I wanted to interject here real quick, and just so people who are listening to this kind of understand the the overview of and and just to reiterate some of what Gordon's already said. But you know, the uh, Agenda 21 kind of their their goals. I mean, there's, there's quite a list of them, you know, yeah, and, the, and the, national sovereignty, you know, the, the state will define the role of businesses, uh, state control of all land resources, yes. abolition of private property, you know, uh, people told what their job will be creation of human settlement zones, as we just talked about, uh, dumbing down education, desensitizing, desensitizing us, you know, through these, through these different movies. And then this leads me to question, you know, what is going on in California? We saw the massive wildfires sweep through through California and destroy huge amounts of houses, and and now they're blaming, this is the interesting thing, guys, and I think it's important to pay attention to this, is the rebuilding from the campfire alone, that was just one of the massive fires in California, to take up to decades because of labor shortages and insurance costs is what they're blaming us on. Listen, um, I know that after a hurricane, there were a lot of people from a lot of parts of this nation that drove down to New Orleans to rebuild New Orleans because they knew there was money to be made. Um, I think that that there's something going on here with the way those fires swept through California and the rebuilding is not happening.
0: Well, Champ, that's that's exactly what's happening in the Midwest with these floods, man. Years years ago, not too long ago, the Corps of Engineers was basically pinched for – for basically flooding lands and then going in and then buying these huge swaths of acres of farmland. And that's, that's a part of this whole thing. I
1: think farmers
2: going yep. under, got to sell Yep. Uh, corporate farming. It's it's
1: the it's, land becomes federal, becomes part of the, part of the state. And then they, they make sure that nobody is able to build on it. So therefore growing the amount of area that, uh, is dehumanized. Well, well, while at
0: the same time, these same people who do believe, you know, and God bless whoever believes in whatever, but who who believes that human beings are causing all this, we're, we're looking at unprecedented tornadoes this year, unprecedented floodings here in the Midwest, and people who believe it's, you know, look what we're doing to the planet or whatever, it just makes that even more of a sense of urgency of, like, we've got to do something to stop climate change without even giving credence to possibly maybe the sun causing this or the geoengineering, the weather modification, the weather engineering Harp, that's been going on since the forties.
2: Harp, exactly.
1: Yeah, we did it. We did Harp is a huge part of Harp it and talk about that. Right. So t- take Pat said about the, the California wildfires. Like I was online, we did a live chat. So we do live chats like every month or so uh, on those conspiracy guys. And we kind of look back over the episodes that we've just released. So like the episodes are six hours long, very fact heavy, sprinkle a couple of dick jokes. To <laughs> the medicine go down, you know. Just like a light dusting of, of you know, cock jips. And uh, we like to have, like, a conversation, so the Patreons and stuff all join in. That happened, like, the week before, and there were so many videos of, like, what I can only call lasers from the sky. Mm. Now, you may call me crazy, but it seemed like very conveniently and very localized fires were happening around those houses. Like, if a fire is let's say, powerful enough or hot enough to be able to reduce Jared Butler's house to dust. Now, that includes the, all the And furniture. the trees are brand new. The hey. trees look like All the trees around us still have green leaves. And people yes. were like, yeah, but the moisture in the leaves was able to <clears throat> repel the fucking blah, blah, blah. Like, and I've seen, like, green wood on a fire not burn. Hey, I, Gordon, I have
0: you like seen, that. or, and Pat, like have you? Trees. do you remember yeah. the movie Real Genius, either of you guys? Old school 80s flick? No. Uh, Gordon, you don't remember that one? Val Kilmer?
1: Uh it, I smoked a lot of weed, man. It, no, that's it, it quite all right. It's quite all right. It,
0: the the parallel I just kinda of heard drawn it was basically this elite school of just big brainiacs, dude. And they uh, all they all went to this school, and they were basically working on this secret project, the secret space-delivered laser that specifically hits specific targets. almost going back to what we were talking about, predictive programming. They, they laid this out to us back in the day as far as having this <clears> weaponization <throat> from space and specific – basically what you just described. Like a, a you Yeah,
1: know. it's like it doesn't seem so weird when, as a conspiracy theory when it crops up because people are like, no, I, I've seen a movie, and now – pe- them lads are fucking right. on crack. How could that be real? <laughs> but if sense. you look into the history of those areas, like particularly, I think Sonoma was particularly hit bad, right? So back in the early 20th century, and now this is all top of my head stuff now from, from what I remember looking up at the time, the population that was in the very, now very uh, lucrative um, San Francisco Air, Bay Area and all, uh, and all down that side of the West Coast, all of those people were immigrants, and they had moved over there to help build railroads and help build the infrastructure uh, to get the people from the East Coast into uh, through the mountain passes and into the West, right? And once everything was built, all the people that came over there, the moguls and all the, the monocle wearers and moustache and bowler hat havers, these guys all looked around and went, oh, there's loads of fucking foreigners around the place. How do we get rid of them? So they offered them, like, come here, move out of this place and go up the state a little bit and we'll build you a little village and they built all these little villages in these track like little boxes on the hillside and they ended up moving them up the state and these people ended up out in the middle of nowhere they had their you know running water and electricity and a couple of stores and malls and all that stuff but they had been sold you know a bag of beans and they had left this super lucrative coastline area mm. and moved up into the middle of nowhere in california And uh, places like Fresno, Sonoma, um, all all these places that were hit really badly with the fires and all the houses from those places all got wrecked. So, like, you know, 70 years ago, they created a whole place of people who come from a lower economic uh, background. And then, like, last year, it all burned to the ground. And now they're not allowed to rebuild on those areas because they own the houses, but they didn't own the land. So the insurance won't pay out. They can't rebuild. Who does that land go back to? The original owners? Like, that mm. seems super shady. It's like it's like, well, go back to where you don't come from, you know? Yeah. That's just one example of yeah. of how things are being pushed. So there's stuff like floods, like you said, tornados, a lot of weather related stuff that is pushing people from places probably that wasn't like. I mean, if you're building a city on the banks of the Mississippi and you know it's going to flood every so often you know, ha- have precautions, but there's nothing you can really do against the forces of nature, especially if they're being pushed from behind with, like, some, you know, secret technology. I just like think,
0: you said, I there's so many that, different moving yeah. parts to this and how how they're pushing this, man. I mean, it's it's crazy.
1: Absolutely. The talk about vaccinations, we just released a show on vaccinations a few weeks ago, and um, like, there's talk about, you know, uh, uh, it's pushing people not to vaccinate their kids, but not to take any kind of uh, medical precautions. Um, I fell down, I know Pat, you did something with uh, Gramerica uh, and Dell Bigtree, where right. I hopefully we'll get to talk to Dell myself. But I fell down on the side of like I know that big pharma and the medical companies are probably putting shite into the vaccines and making them a very low quality, and that's why that's what's causing vaccine injury. But the concept of vaccine, my show is like the concept of vaccines themselves is not a bad thing, and for most people, it stops people getting really sick, right? And I know we may you could go down a rabbit hole and on that point, but the point I'm making, perf- uh, as per Agenda Twenty One's conversation, is that it's scaring people into not medicating their kids, which could end up, if they decided to release something like a an Ebola or a, like a H1N1 or a Zika virus out into America, they could blame the anti-vaccination people. For a, a widespread like culling of the population at the oh, moment yeah. now, if you released like some some m- like massively destructive virus and and millions of people died, I'd say that uh, now, even with the amount of propaganda against vaccinations that has been going on for the last two or three years, I'd say if you put it on the news and said because of anti-vaccination people uh and millions of people have died from this disease mm-hmm. that we had no we had no protection against, and everyone would just believe it.
2: Yeah. Well, they've already done that with measles. I mean, you know, as benign well, as the measles, yeah, they, proven, don't yeah. you know, measles, you know, they're the imagine the pandemonium in any nation, considering the pandemonium that's already happened over measles alone, which is far less dangerous than the flu. These people are, are hell bent on selling us on injecting us on doing these things. And listen, I don't 100% disagree with vaccinations but I do believe you know that that the living conditions of the United States running water and many other things um, hygiene has has reduced diseases considerably you know we even had, just washing your hands like it, yeah but we thing. had we had scientist George Pardos who's a very bright guy he's a, he's a retired marine United States marine also and he used to make fun of me on Facebook about you know being what you know? They called me anti-vaccine. Um, we had him. He was the gentleman that debated Del Bigtree. Now, during that debate, a lot of very interesting things happened. And George Pardo said, "Listen, repeatedly, show me the science. I'll build you a data set. I'll do this. I'll do that." Well, he has since been down at the University of Missouri, and they've been doing extensive tests. You know, and he's talking about, "Listen, every mice I, every mouse I kill, cost me like fifteen bucks." You know, they're they're going through a lot of mice down there. But one thing, he gave me a phone call last week, early last week, and he said, "Listen, man. He goes, we've come to the conclusion in our tests that absolutely 100 percent, a certain percentage of the American people and anyone globally is going to be allergic to these, to these, um, to these vaccinations. Um, so they they know that this is the fact, and many other tests are to come. There's a lot of things going on with this, and this is a guy that was pro-vaccine 100 percent, and now he is." He's he's coming he's coming to the conclusion that listen that there is either either it's greed or stupidity or or a combination of both uh, by these pharmaceutical companies that that this stuff is not being exposed and you know that takes me to the conversation you know of of doc, Dr. Robert Gallo who is uh, the director of human virology uh, U.S. special special uh, virus programs and he was the guy that was co credited with discovering HIV but later on claimed that he actually invented it as a as a weapon as a military uh, weapon so when you when you look at all these things and tie all this stuff together all these different um things that have happened throughout history and, and what's going on listen this this all ties to the de- depopulation which is yeah. just just one section of the agenda 21 right. uh, process it's very difficult to look at anti-vaccination
1: Uh, um, kind of literature or anybody that's on Facebook because what happens with all these conspiracies happens that it's like Chinese whispers all the way down I don't know if that's even a term you can use now with political correctness, but let's say East Asian whispers all the way down and it ends up in the hands of some fucking dum-dums who are just like yeah fucking vaccines caused my child to explode when he was playing with dynamite on Halloween like it doesn't those things don't correlate you know and it ends up looking stupid to uh, any reasonable person So I know that because we did an episode on Big Pharma, those guys are motivated by money. And in order to make as much money as possible, they put substandard stuff into the vaccines. Like, I know that. But um, when you talk about through the lens of like Agenda 21 or through uh, um, through the lens of any overarching global control mechanism, individually these things like global warming is not man made i don't think it is i think it's fucking fooey right uh, uh vaccines they're good for you if they're not full of fucking you know baby feeders and aluminum right, right. Uh, uh harp there's there's absolutely like on paper and in real life massive like magnetic uh, uh, radar arrays all yeah. around the world that are shooting fucking magnets into the sky and making the seas boil. Like, that's an actual thing. It can be recorded. Like, all of these things on their own sounds like you got some fucking bad weed and now you're like Cat Williams fucking ranting and raving someplace because someone dusted your <laughs> weed, right? Like, the shit is real, but you have to look at it through a much broader scope to right. go, like, this is this because this. Well, and, and there's so the much misinformation. Dis- really
0: nice it is there. I mean, absolutely. is yeah. like you said. If you find the information, that's the kind of thing about the information. Like, where do you, how do you rely on certain information? There's so much mis and dif- disinformation about mm. these subjects. It's really hard to pin it down. I mean, it's almost like going back to the global warming thing. It's people have just so hedged their bets on just CO2 when it's just yeah patently just, absurd. You know, it
1: was totally, It's like with with child with. Child level, like third grade level maths, you can look at graphs and go CO2 parts per million is absolutely not the reason that the fucking temperature is going up. It's a natural phenomenon of the planet. Yeah. But they're using it as a lever to one tax everybody because you're a carbon tax. Two, Fossil fuels, moving away from fossil fuels, and being able to fund renewable energy sources because they know that the future is greener. And that's what people don't get.
0: And we talked about that in the other episode. Over the Rockefellers have already divested what four trillion dollars. Out of oil and into, like you said, the new technology. You know, and I think you know it has again has to do. I think a lot with five G, what they call the Internet of Things, yes. being able to yes. track fucking everything, and then again, weaponizing space, man, a whole new technology, a whole new level of economy, a whole new world. Like you said, everybody's heard it in the mega cities. Everybody's got a a chip, or you know, you, you can't do anything without having a card cash or your society, your, yep. your credits. Moving away from that cash society into a yeah. resource based society. You know, how, how much how much energy did it case to cost to produce this podcast today all right well here's your allotment for next month don't go over it you know what i mean it's just it's yeah digital digital currency cash gone you know blockchain The
1: american government is, is called federal and if you look into stuff like star trek like what do they call the the alignment of all the good planets it's the federation like it's like space force when you look at star trek it's fucking space force you know that's what they want right and they're going around spreading freedom and fucking green bitches and just being like we're here we're gonna fucking imp- implant our agenda on your civilization which is what they've been doing in you know africa and south america and all for years so like these things have been coming for a really long time i found it comes from the What's called the men who built America? Have you ever seen that documentary series? Yeah, yeah, So it's ama- like amazing. So, like in the, o- over the coming seasons and those conspiracy guys, I'm going to use this Agenda Twenty One as kind of like your final year exam, and then we go into the master's uh, degree of why and how and who. Yeah. So, like all of these things, like Harp Peak Oil, global warming, uh, uh, population control, like the Georgia Guidestone stuff. All of our old episodes are are culminating in this Agenda Twenty One thing. And then we move on into who and why. If you look at, like, uh, the, the, the oil crisis in 1971, like, people are like, shit, oil is running out. The reason that Venezuela, there's boots on the ground in Venezuela right now because there's 10 trillion barrels of oil in the Orinoco Straits and those motherfuckers want their hands on it because we're coming to, like, the fire sale of fossil fuels where, you know, most cars are being developed now. They're not going to be developed on, on a petroleum-only. It's a lot of hybrid stuff and they're tra- they're talking about like renewable energy for motor vehicles the biggest use of of petroleum in the world is transport so 80 to 85% of all petroleum burned in a day is used to transport food hmm. like humans like people going around the place to and from work and all the cars you see and all the freeways and all of those fucking crazy uh, Uh, five-way roundabout crossroads in China you see with like millions of cars and there's no traffic lights and everything's on by beep horn and waving your fist Hmm. like all of those cars all of those cars only make up like eight to ten percent of the world's petroleum consumption 80 to 85 percent of it is done transporting food from one fucking place to another fucking place so you grow where, where are you Pat? Iowa? I am in Iowa, the breadbasket of America. So, mm-hmm. motherfuckers be, be making corn and wheat in Iowa, making up that ma- making up that bread, making up that high fructose corn syrup, getting all that shit together, and putting it on trucks and driving it to places that could right. grow their own corn and wheat, but right. they centralize it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it's like Stalinist five year plans. Well, and that's what Monsanto
0: to... does. We have that conversation exactly. on with the uh, state senator. I encourage. Yeah, but, exactly. I mean, Monsanto is going into snatching farms when they're not when they're using their own corn seed and not their stuff.
1: Yeah, and we have a ep- whole episode on Monsanto talking about that shit. So you talk about like they're they're taking in oranges from Florida and bringing them all over the country, corn and wheat from Iowa and bringing them all over the country. Like most of it is trucks driving shit to and from places, and it's not good food. Like they're making shitty food from from normal stuff, but overproducing it. Like high fructose corn syrup is in everything, and eighty five percent of all the petroleum is driving that shit around the country and around the world. Like right. you're you're using up all the fossil fuels to to mildly poison people. It's it's like when right. you say it like that, it's bananas, right? So, uh, but like the, you said the,
0: earlier, when you take in that larger perspective and really understand yeah. the different aspects of how the, they're just you know, what vaccines, soft kill weapons, the foods are soft kill weapons. Like none of this stuff happens overnight. They think about this shit generationally. So. You know, I mean, and they're really thing. and they're really, really weaponizing the youth right now. They're getting rid mm-hmm. of us, old fuckers, and then just making sure the the kids' minds are straight. You know, super green. Acacio Cortez yeah. is right on point with the Green New Deal. We got to get rid of cars and planes. And I mean, it's, yeah, that's
2: just selling. That's just just selling Agenda Twenty One, the Green New Deal. Yeah, that's, they, it
0: that's all it is. That's all it is. Yeah. But the kids, I mean, they're so exactly. even adults, man. They're they're they really think human beings are fucking the earth up with CO two. And like you said, when you see the crazy weather, man, look at these unprecedented floods. Look at all these tornadoes. Humans are have to, they have to be the culprit, you know what I mean? Without even looking at the fact that they've been weaponizing the, the weather since the late 30s, early 40s, you know, the contrails, chem, or chemtrails, all of it, you know what I mean? It's nobody goes yeah, there, I, it's all about CO2 and it's all about humans being pieces of shit. It goes back to yeah, eugenics, I told basically.
1: You before Mr. Wilson, <laughs> humans are a virus, like that's <laughs> the propaganda that's out there, yes, that yeah. we're consuming endlessly. and Guilt is a fantastic motivator, like you can, you, guilt and like fear. Guilt and fear, Pat, you're you're an athlete, right? What? Um, how, how, dude, once an athlete, always an athlete. It's like okay. it's like you know <laughs> It's like I'll
3: go
0: with uh, that.
1: You're yeah, you're there. You're there. You're but you're conditioned. Like you have the m- mentality of an athlete. And that's what I'm talking about. Like if somebody is in like starting into training from being a fat cunt into starting to do like daily exercise, starting to condition themselves, most of those early um kind of movements into changing, lifelong, embedded behaviors, it's kind of into, like, mild guilt. It's into, like, you know, don't eat that, Weight Watchers points. It's like you, you're self-regulating, you're self-editing and self-censoring your right. behavior, right? Yeah. And guilt and fear, they'll go to somebody who's, like, 700 pounds and be like, do you want to die? Do you want to get off your fat ass? Like, I watch, like, you know, A Year to Save My Life, and there's someone lad of 700 pounds, and it's basically, like, What would your mother think of you if she was still alive? There's always one of these, you know, like America's Got Talent. Like, my mama said I could sing a song. I'm going (laughs) to sing a song for you now. Like, So it's like some massive fat bastard with 94 bellies. And they're like, what would your mama think of you now if she could see you sitting here all eating up those potato chips and Mountain Dew? She cries like, yeah, she cried. So are you gonna die? Are you gonna die? Have the biggest coffin in America? No, I'm not. And then they're out and they're fucking pushing the tires and flipping the shit and <laughs> doing like little baby push ups, like and then eventually it takes a whole year and then they're all like skin flaps and smiles. And then they're like, I've had a positive mental attitude, and it's usually about like some emotional breakthrough that they have to go through to get past this like guilt, fear, like a, a negative promotion of action. Right. So so that's a really powerful thing in a human's brain is that negative promotion. Right. And the whole planet right now is a 700-pound fat guy who's pretty comfortable and by and
2: large. And we're all, all to blame.
1: Yeah, man. We've got, we've got some hip twinges. Let's say Civil War in, Ro- in Rwanda. Oh, me hip. I've got, like, a little bit of uh, angina, a couple of heart palpitations. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, there's people starving in Venezuela. Like, it's this kind of analogy where the whole world, by and large, is fairly okay. There's a little, little few bits and bobs here. And then white privilege, straight privilege. It's it's reverse victim mentality. Anyone that's doing fine should feel guilty about it. Right. 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 If you're having a nice life, it's your fault that the people who aren't having a nice life are having a shit time. You should do something about it. Use your influence. And this is where we get this kind of Hollywood... Uh, Golden Globes, bleeding heart speeches where there's people who feel they have influence that are putting out this propaganda of everything you do to enjoy yourself is at the expense of somebody else, you know? Right. When Colin Kaepernick took a knee, everyone started boycotting Nike and then all these memes came out and said, you only started boycotting Nike because Colin Kaepernick took a knee? What about the fact that they're made by fucking kids in Vietnam or whatever, right? right? right. So, like, like all of these things are 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 hidden from us all of these guilts are hidden from us and then as soon as it's shown to us we're like okay we got to do something let's all get hybrid cars and just eat kale right it's false fake outrage absolutely but it's like it's like you want to be able to do something not to not to be productive but just to
2: alleviate the guilt and the fear it's, it's 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 no matter what i mean it is you know it's like the you know, the the you we all need to drive electric cars, never mind the, yes. the, the the child slavery digging the lithium out of the ground in Africa.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly.
2: There's lads there's lads in, in East Asia that have these lithium fields and there's
1: boys in it and did you see their skin is like they're blue. They look like smurfs because yeah. they're being poisoned by the silver and the lithium, it gets into their skin. The cunts are literally blue like. They're fucking blue, right? And we don't care because we think, like, we're in a Prius and it's super quiet.
2: It's for it's a good like, cause. So those Well, those I mean, me it,
0: going back the kind of to the, vo- of- the father of this conversation, Al Gore, you know, Inconvenient Truth, how oh, huge yeah. was that? His comp- company, Blood and & Gore, Gore and & Blood, you know, never mind that his dad gave him, you know, a couple hundred thousand shares when he died of Occidental Petroleum Corporation, or even Maurice Strong, who spearheads this, who was a one-time CEO of Petro Canada. Like, we, yeah. just, we just get caught up in the guilt of, like... Uh, the, this this narrative, dude, this man-made... I but, mean, obviously, we've seen the language yeah. change. Man-made climate change to man-made global warming to just global warming to climate change. They've had to re you he, know, re, re-order He reorder. on the
1: klaxon. He turned on the fucking big red flashing light and said, the, the Earth is going to be gone in 12 years. Right. Are we all going to... I'm, going, I'm getting up on this cherry picker now to illustrate how dangerous global warming is. And he gets up on the thing, and he's pointing with a long stick, and everyone's like, ah, oh, doing fucking... Maltesers in their Hershey's like it's just if uh, it's unbelievable they can't there's no there's no amount of outrage that will make people think that the Green New Deal which is AOC's new Al Gore script yes like there's no way that that uh, the guilt and the fear like people are too copped on to it now in 2002 I think uh, Inconvenient Truth came out is that right early 2000s yeah okay so like it was after 9-11 anyway so you know, America had this like and the world I suppose, but America mostly had this like open emotional wound that was being hammered into them like and guilt and fear and guilt and fear. And he came in with this thing and it, it kind of seeped in there as well, like bad stitches. And it's just in there now, and that that kind of like you're you're the problem. Because America's so great, there's other people who are having a really shit time. And AOC and that cohort are now kind of poking at that scar tissue and it kind of hurts, you know, and you're like, Oh yeah, I remember like having such a great time in the nineties and, Oh, there's, there's, ch- you know, there's children being displaced by floods and fires and stuff like, Oh, that's my fault. Right. So people are going vegan. Like, uh, I, I, you know, I probably going to get a lot of uh, hate,
2: hateful messages about this. Veganism is, is a cult, right? Is that, it can you know, be kind of like with many, there are militaristic, you know, uh, posting, posting pictures of pigs in in semi trailers, you know, that are being hauled off to slaughter and 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 all of that. I get it. I get it. They 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 feel bad for the animals. I, I totally understand that. I get that. But then there's others that are that are not militaristic at all. They just feel that they they feel much better when they eat plants. But at the same time, if we all ate plants, how brown would the earth be? It'd be covered in shit, so it'd probably be quite brown. Well, and
0: that, that and that and that methane, boy, that methane that would just tear up the standards. environment more and create more global warming with that methane.
1: But that's the thing. Why? Why is there? I, what I'm saying is, why is there such a push towards veganism to be anti-meat, like cow farts? That was in the Green New Deal, and it was taken out because it was so preposterous. How is yeah. cow farts adding to the amount of uh, uh, CO two per, per million in the atmosphere? Well, then,
2: and that was that was easy to to counter with. Okay. So you know, let's let's get rid of all the cows and replace them with all the bison that used to be here, which were actually much more yeah. plentiful. And you'll have twice the farts. Right. Yeah, and much much more gaseous.
1: Bison's are like Cubans for farting. It's just like woof. <laughs> God damn.
2: <laughs> but you um, know, when you go back to Al Gore, you know he was, you know, be- before he he came along with with any power. I mean, uh, Brzezinski. <clears throat> was the guy, you know, talking about the, post, the post-industrial the post world. And and so he was kind of the predecessor to Al Gore with all of this stuff, don't you think? Brzezinski? Uh, Brzezinski, yeah.
0: Yo, without uh, a doubt. Without a doubt. I forget his book, but yeah, he was, you know, talking about, I mean, the technocracy came around and that stuff around the 50s, but he was basically forecasting where everything was going, how everything is going to be monitored, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Yeah.
1: What do you guys then think about um, the, the, the wash of – fake viruses, or not fake viruses is probably bad, but, like, the the uh, continual and perpetual panic over all these new diseases that kind of seemed to die off after Trump got elected. So, like, 2012, 13, 14, 15, and 16 all had their own like, world-ending virus. Uh, I remember going on holidays and having to, like, wash my feet in yellow shit because of H1N1. Uh, Zika virus, you yeah. uh, know, the, the Olympics and the World Cup was nearly called off because You know, people didn't want to have microcephalic, tiny headed, cone head babies. Um, Like, that was obviously testing defenses as to how people would react or would people comply with these uh, antiviral um, behaviors while traveling, while being in country. And they even, in Brazil, for the Zika virus, which I thought was very strange. And we even did a whole episode on it at the time. Was that a load of people in Brazil just accepted forced sterilisation mm. because they were told if you have sex around this time, if you've had Zika in your bloodstream, you're going to end up with uh, one of those babies off that off that uh, the, the circus season of American Horror Story with one of the little pinheads, and you're not going, you know, he could live till twenty one, and he's going to be a complete vegetable, and you'll have to take care of him. So they said. Here's all these fucking, uh, uh, putting the bar, you know, the, the bar, the hormone bar in the women's arms for, for contraception. Yeah. Giving everybody, uh, the, the, the spiral, what's it called? An inter, interuterine IUD, interuterine device. Like, so we're just giving it to everybody, and nobody, there's going to be like a huge chunk of three years where no babies were born in Brazil for that time. Like, that, that is surely some kind of, um, Experiment into how com- complacent people will be about their procreation, right? Well, right. and even
0: even utilizing the fear, like you said, it's, it's a beta test, and they're gauging their their reaction, and they're slowly ratcheting up, you know, from, mm. from Zika to I mean measles, which is fairly benign. And like I said, we've had uh, different shows, and I think we're. It was funny because not funny, but we did a show a few months ago, and I said basically we are one outbreak away from forced inoculation, and like within two days. New York announced their forced zones of nobody can come in here unless you've been vaccinated, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I think a lot of this has been. They're
1: ready to be to be like they just have to hit the big red button and those laws go into.
0: And some won't do it, and you know, that's that's you know that kind of gets into some of what this I think Agenda 21 is all about. If you're not prepared to embrace this new world order, et cetera, et cetera, I think they definitely have plans for for those uncooperative dissenters, if you will.
1: And it's not good. It was so strange to see how many people in Brazil would just comply. They just went, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. They queued up to be given like, you know, um male contraceptive pills where you take it and then like all your fucking swimmers die for two years or whatever. And it just seems like in the in the the forties and fifties when Planned Parenthood was at its height, they were out there sterilizing, you know, the black community. Um and anyone who was below a certain IQ level, they were just going, "No, you don't get to have kids." But and and cutting them off, you'd go in for a, a to give birth to a baby, and then you'd you'd wake up the next day and your fucking fallopian tubes are after being cauterized shut, so you can't have any more kids. So it was stopping the the production of of children of certain races, creeds, religions, and mental capacity, and like that, that is textbook agenda 21 stuff that's going on for seven I mean, years that's straight
0: that's straight eugenics even back in the day when they would have the board and label label people feeble-minded and you know not yes. not four, not shouldn't be having children and, i mean they've even yeah, they've that, even referred to us as canon fodder so it's like they don't even it, like your margaret sanger looking at, at people and calling them weeds it's like yeah it's it's straight eugenics man all
1: day all day but where has that where like that attitude is still there but it's just been hidden and hide like it's hiding in plain sight. It's it's um... well, because they,
0: they did the optics back in the day. I mean, they literally were basically having these boards and even Virginia. I like think 1940 in Virginia, the early 40s, they had legal forced sterilization in different cases where people had to be, you know, for, forcibly sterilized. I mean, this is this has definitely been going on for you know very long time. I think and like like I said, now, in the, in the, through the optics, well, eugenics isn't playing well. We have to find a way to shift this, and that's what your guys like Marie Strong were very integral to, to beginning to shift that conversation of eugenics, you know, we're just certain people should breed to people are just bad because they're causing all of this X, Y, Z, climate
1: change, all this other but, bullshit. But, but they've changed, they, so they, they, taking that uh, don't have as many kids, more people means the earth is dying more. So there's loads of people electing to be sterilized, so there's this whole movement of people who are asexual or, or, you know, um, electing to not have kids to go like, I'm going to do the world a solid. Uh, That's uh, AOC had a video, she's at her apartment drinking
0: wine saying like, yeah, maybe it's not a good idea. I mean, and like I said, the youth are so all over her, so, you know, she says it, a lot of them anyway, not obviously every single one, but like I said, they're weaponizing the youth and she's a huge part of it, in my opinion.
1: So the push then around abortion and the talk of abortion, like Ireland just voted in um, legal and safe abortion into Ireland. Uh, and I voted for it because I'm like, look, if you need it, better to have it at home than to have to get on the boat and go to England. Can you imagine anyone? There's nobody in Ireland has had an abortion legally in the country yet for since ever because the, a, a bishop and a politician wrote our constitution uh, around 100 years ago. <laughs> Like, it's, cr- it's crazy, right? Wow. So there was a, a an amendment in the Constitution that said abortion is not a thing. We're not allowed to have it. And people were going to England or going to, to mainland Europe and getting abortions and coming home in guilt and shame. There was a whole structure of uh, r- religious oppression. We had, like, I, I don't know if you've heard of the Magdalene Laundries. I think we talked about it the last time, where if a, a teenager got pregnant, it was kind of like a sin against God. And she was given to the nuns and she had to work as a slave and they sold her baby to rich Americans or whatever. So... If we look at the push against uh, these conservative states like Georgia now has said uh, we're going to put in the heartbeat bill, which is basically six weeks and anything after six weeks, you're not allowed getting get an abortion. And the media, the news, people are protesting uh, feminist women's rights, uh, reproductive rights, all these organizations are now s- smashing the shit out of Georgia's um, p- p- like political structure. Right, and it just really shows how how much people want to have abortion as a possibility. And with the lens of Agenda 21, like I agree with abortion, I'm not pro life, but how strongly and stringently they're fighting for this thing. Yes, and how that's, much, the thing. that's the thing, how that... much the media, how much the media, sorry, Pat, how much the yeah, media talking... are pushing for this thing, right? So that Disney has even said. We are not making movies or filming anything. Netflix has said we're not going near Georgia until you sort that shit out. And very easily, you can look at the amount of countries that Disney and Netflix do operate in that don't have any any kind of abort. Like, uh, uh, most of Game of Thrones was made in uh, Northern Ireland, and Northern Ireland doesn't have any uh, legal and safe abortion for women. So why didn't you fucking boycott them? Like, what's this massive push? to have mainland america have abortion on demand easy peasy like going into fucking you know a, a drive through you go in cut cut and suck see you later
2: there's a lollipop on your way like what why is that the demanded norm constant contradiction constant yeah, man. contradiction with these people And you know the, the the thing that i look at is look i am um not a supporter of abortion, I mean, uh, you know, adoption should be cheaper than than or the same price as an abortion, you know, to be honest with you. Here in America, yeah. there are a lot of people who cannot have children, who would love to have children, but they go to China to, to get a child I've been on. I don't know how many flights uh, where I see American couples with, with Asian um, newborns. So, yeah. you know, that's that's something that's troubling to me. And, and a society that will, will easily discard the unborn, um, yet yet throw you in federal prison and, and fine you $20,000 or whatever, whatever it is for destroying an Eagle egg is, is a pretty backwards mindset in my mind. So, so, you know, that's, that's something that, that people need to at least sit back and say, you know, we're uh, the people that fight to destroy a human life. That's, that's a pretty scary mindset in my mind. And, and if it, and ultimately, if, if it was their body that the procedure was being performed on, they would die okay so that's that's the thing it's it's you didn't make a smart decision um when you got pregnant so you're going to end a life based on your mistake that's you know and that's just the way i think and that's that's you know i'm not i'm not even starting to debate on that but yeah. i think i think that uh, i think that you know the mindset is completely wrong on on the responsibility of the individual who who gets pregnant or gets someone pregnant in the first place? And that you know, hey man, start dating men who can afford a condom. How's that for <laughs> mm-hmm. you know Yeah, I, mean? well, I disagree
1: with you respectfully about the the ending of a life or whatever. That it's like if there's a woman and she doesn't want to give birth to a child or whatever, that she she has the option to be able to go get an abortion but there are certain elements and i know you you end up sounding like a men's rights activist or something when you say like the father definitely has to be involved in that and there's kids being aborted and uh you know the father has no option or the father is like here i'll pay for the abortion and she's like no and then he ends up having to pay loads of uh you know child support and stuff for a baby he never wanted like obviously there's all these mad anecdotal stories and all this kind of stuff but i don't think that um like People should be forced to, to give birth to our
2: so Does that take us into a new realm of thought, though, Gordon, where the potential uh, life of poverty and misery for this unborn child um, yeah. makes us worry so much that we want to kill it? Um, now, how many people, how many millions upon millions upon millions of people on this planet, billions, that live below the poverty line of that of Mexico, then – are justifiably expendable because of this mindset kind of opening the door to to that. And, and it's, it is very plausible considering the madness that we are witnessing globally right now. I do, I do
1: understand and respect the point of view. And when people are saying like, it's a life, you know, I, I really like Ben Shapiro and I really like his politics or whatever, uh, and his ability to debate and the fact that, you know, he's so, he's so erudite and he's so like well-informed or whatever, but he's very, um, conservative, religiously, and and the, the political and sociological decisions and uh, policies that he has is based on that. So he's absolutely against abortion or whatever, and he's very well versed in those arguments.
2: So, so is it so is it possible to say that you support part of Agenda Twenty One? Well, this is the thing I'm saying, the fact that that <laughs> conversation is being made. Well, and
1: right? I or and just, I, I that that hate to interject. I up.
0: think not that not that this isn't a huge conversation, but ultimately you guys could literally go back and forth. And that's what people are doing because I think they present these conversations, even though abortion is a very huge issue and could be a yeah. part of Agenda 21, I think is one of those almost like gays in the military, whatever the referendum was. Into, it's one of these political footballs that is made to divide yes. us and keep us divided while this yeah. larger architecture that we've just described throughout this whole episode right. – Continues to go on, and that's just one of the many political footballs yeah. that they kick around. I do believe well, my, this my conversation. Point, my
1: point there was was just that, like, the fact that there are people on both sides fighting for a thing that isn't the actual, uh, the isn't the actual issue. So Ben big, Shapiro is—it's not the big picture. Exactly, right. Ben Shapiro is very religiously based, and it's like you shouldn't be ending a life. It's a life, and it sells and it has a heartbeat, and blah blah blah. And then on the other side, you have a whole load of women who are fighting for women's rights to go like, what happens if somebody gets raped and they don't want to have the baby? Or what happens if they're in an abusive relationship and they don't want to have the baby and be tied to that man forever? Like There are legitimate situations and circumstances on both sides. But looking through the lens of the Agenda 21 documents and, and the conspiracy theory around it, they have instilled a righteousness in the side that wants to protect the abortion rights for women not realizing that possibly that social indignation or that that kind of uh, liberal righteousness can be used against them as a weapon because if they make abortion like unilaterally accepted in any circumstance across the whole spectrum in America at some point birth and being able to give birth to a child and bring a child into the world could be a legislated thing where you're going to have to be like forcefully Sterilized or forcefully, like um, uh, what what am I trying to say? Like forcefully sterilized, I guess. Oh, you know, g- you're given
2: from having children. Yeah,
1: prohibited for having children. You're given like a, um a contraceptive against your will or whatever when you're 13. You're a 13 year old girl, and they give you your your hormonal bar so you can't get pregnant, and then you have to be a member of the party or whatever. You know, like in 1984, A Brave New World. Yeah. You have to be. You have to pass all these tests, and you have mm. to have. A certain level of income and you have to, you know, uh, be able to provide. It's not just like you're in the back of a fucking Toyota Camry and you just dump a load of fucking whiskey stained muck into some trailer trash and then she belches out a few fucking cabbage heads. Like that's not <clears throat> gonna be allowed to happen. You're gonna you know, they're gonna control that shit because they you know, they got the guns, but we got the numbers. If they fucking control the numbers, then what do we have, you know? Right. It'll right. end up being it'll end up being and this is part of uh, Orwell's prediction as well in 1984 the dissolution or the the ridding the world of the orgasm of pleasure of um men and women doing things in order to fuck each other so like you're using your emotions you're using your your uh, instincts this animalistic instinct that if you take that away it ends up being people will comply a lot more people will do stuff that's against their own natural self-interest especially if they don't have children like think of the guys that go that, that lied about their age during World War One and World War II so they could go and fight for their right. country because they were infected with this weird, toxic patriotism. So, like, you have a bunch of dudes who are willing to just work for the party, salute, and, like, you know, the fucking... The, the silk curtain with a giant man's face falls from the ceiling and you're like... Da, 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 da. Like, it's, it's so uh, uh, dystopian. It's so, like, science fiction-y, but it's real close if you if you want it. Do you know,
0: yeah, we see it like, all the time. We just just drones, man, just worker bees. and I hate to always keep bringing it up. But, you know, Morpheus and the Matrix holding up the battery, dude, we're just we're just yeah. we're just energy cells for the machine.
1: but the fact that they're able to inoculate uh, people with this idea that making more people is a selfish thing right. if you make more people, you're using up more carbon. This is the thing you hear the whole oh, time sure. like, if you want to lower if you want to lower your carbon footprint, just don't have a kid. Kids are so expensive. Do you know? Loading of fertilization issues, and they're paying hundreds of thousands for IVF and for all these kind of treatments and stuff like that because they desperately want to have kids. But right. because of my, environmental factors, diet, uh, all this, all this like electromagnetic frequencies or five G or whatever you're going to say, people are not able to conceive as freely or as easily as they used to be, and we could end up in a in a, a Children of Men. Did you ever watch that movie, Children of Men? Mm-mm. There's no kids able to be born it comes to i think it's a ray bradbury book and um, no kids are able to be born and for 20 years there was, hasn't been a child conceived and then all of a sudden one girl from northern africa has a baby and they have to get her out so they don't like abort the baby because they're able to control all the other people because you know people were taking chances they were obeying because they didn't have any kids sex wasn't on the menu uh, for most people because they were in such poverty and they were being worked like 14 hours a day. So it takes away those baser instincts, which ends up creating a society that will comply.
0: Gattaca.
2: Right. Yeah, would be, I think it would be important for people to, you know, there's been a lot of money, billions and billions of dollars thrown around into local communities to start local Agenda 21s. You know, they're, they exist in every state in the United States. And now I don't know the status of Texas because Texas – entered bills, I believe it was in 2015, to try and stop the spread of Agenda 21. Uh, you know, they, several lawmakers introduced these bills in the, in the state Senate and the House of Representatives there. And one of their statements was, was Agenda 21 is an overreaching anti-American, anti-individual rights plan to globalize the world using fictitious global warming theory. And I, I for the life of me, have not found whether that bill passed for some reason. Um, but, you know, just here in the state of Iowa, you know, the city of Des Moines, Cedar Rapids, Waterloo, several others, um, have local, local Agenda 21 groups, so to speak, uh, whether that's, you know, city council members and other folks that are, that are, you know, movers and shakers in those communities. Pro yeah. Agenda 21 or anti-Agenda 21? Pro, pro Agenda 21. Well, but, okay. Yeah. So, so this has been going on. And so what I would advise anyone who listens to this podcast you know do a google search on your city on your state on you know your province that you live in whatever it is in, in whatever region of the world you live in look up uh you know your local chapter of agenda 21 and see if it even exists i mean you know where i live out here you know they've put in a few roundabouts here and there they they they're putting bike paths out into the country and and some other stuff you know it's it's that's the that's the smiley uh nice face of agenda 21's insertion yeah. right so we're so doing people... well for the community. We're we're giving <laughs> you amenities or whatever. Yeah. So people and then all of a sudden a giant
1: black so. barn comes is just erected one night overnight, like a huge big black hangar just appears in the middle of Des Moines City and you're like, Oh, that wasn't there. Oh, the queues of people are going in to that doesn't it seem to be coming out of it, though? Like, that's the <laughs> negative, you know what I mean? Like, and we'd be all like, oh, all these fucking, uh, uh, what was it, all these Walmarts all got changed. Did you see that? Yeah. I never figured out what that was. All these Walmarts started getting uh, closed down, and then th- there's, like, FEMA or, like, army dudes outside of it. I, I, I did so- see
0: that a few years ago, yeah. Uh, yeah that was, that but, was around that Jade the- Helm conversation that that was supposed to be. Yeah,
1: Jade Helm 15, but, like, they're still there like those walmarts still have whatever's inside of them inside of them and there's still like army dudes outside of them like what,
0: <laughs> what? something is still like i said we like to you know with our add you know we yeah. stuff is still going on man it might take a few more years but i mean the architecture that they've set up is in place and something that werner von braun i saw said in like the 60s or 70s he basically said mm-hmm. there's going to be essentially paraphrase there's going to be a war on terror there's going to be a war on nation states and there's going to be a war on aliens to basically justify yeah. this this new economy this new technology this new technocracy and he said it's all going to be basically based off of a lie but it's yeah. going to be justified Project all this
1: Gleam or whatever
0: yeah scary yeah, a shit
1: The uh, woman called carol rosin yes yes she's still
0: I, that's who i heard said <clears throat> that and i've been yeah, looking man. to try to get her on man she's i don't know if she's around or she does shows
1: I, I don't know either. I, like, I'd love to talk to her. She she worked directly with Von Brown. Yeah. and uh, The first time I saw her was on the Disclosure Project uh, announcement at the New York Press Club in, t- in August 2001. And she talked about that. She's like, first it's the Nazis, then it's the communists, yeah. then it's the terrorists, then it's the displaced peoples that the war on terror would create. And then it's the aliens. And then it's you. Yeah. Right. And it's so all based saying, off like, of a lie there's going to be some holographic uh, fake deep fake alien invasion where they have like independence day type propaganda, Banging it out, well, and see, and that's in.
0: what I asked on my Facebook the other day because I've been <laughs> – just been noticing it just kind of happened substantially. All these, you know, from from that asteroid, mm-hmm. that who minimum or whatever, this like interstellar yeah. thing that supposedly came through and all these different close call asteroids. And then now mm-hmm. these substantiated government, military, Navy sightings and just repeatedly. So it's like it seems – I mean they've been per predictive programming. Yeah, conditioning is getting us ready for it. And so that's what – I'm wondering and now if... they're
2: adding the the light flashes, the mysterious light flashes yes. on the surface of the moon. Y-
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh. I saw that the
1: other day. So it's the, just the, it's... the, the, Ch- the Chinese or have a base on the back of the moon or whatever.
0: They just went there and I saw they released some pictures. I, you know, it could have been complete horseshit, but
2: it just they... yeah, yeah, of course, just, <laughs> a bunch of, just a bunch of black pictures. Um, yeah, because cool. <laughs> you, you can't Cats. see shit, right? Cats. It's the backside of the moon. We were there, honest. Right. The <laughs> guy around the back of the moon it was like, "Hey
1: y'all, what's up, motherfucker?"
2: <laughs> the black
1: side of the moon. No, the, the thing about Agenda Twenty One <laughs> is that it's getting, it's getting, uh, it, what it is on the moon, bitch. Um, and <laughs> what it is is that uh, Agenda Twenty One is is being developed and modernized, and I guess it's like a hundred and twenty year old plan. So a lot of countries, like the EU, uh, Macron was talking about having an EU army. Um, which is obviously going to be you know part of the the, the world army that the UN have. Um, there's loads of countries have their own development plans like Ireland has this plan Ireland 2040. Uh, Germany has a similar thing. Um, a lot of these European powers, America I don't think have as much, but there's a, a lot more kind of deeply embedded, organizations and stuff and, and all these super PACs that are appealing to government. And then obviously the new green deal and all this stuff. So it's at a governmental level in America, uh, Ireland 2040 are what the, what the UN have, have named like the uh, agenda 2030, which is looking forward into the next 11 years. What they want the world to look like is a super diverse, super, um, kind of, uh, uh integrated society where all the countries in Europe will have people all living in other countries. Uh, we're going to take in a bunch of refugees because they're coming from a low socioeconomic background and Europe is so advanced that a lot of the people are overqualified for the the kind of the menial low level job. So we have to get a bunch of immigrants similar to the growth of America in the uh, late 19th and early 20th century, where they had a bunch of people who were able to do it, but they needed people to fucking sweep the shit out of the streets and, you know, be prostitutes and yeah. whatever, so they just got all the fucking Irish and the Italians and everything. Come on in, everybody, and we'll just work the shit out. Get all the Chinese in, and here they're good at making train tracks, and just get them to just fucking throw their lives away like on on this crazy dangerous work. Um, so Europe, they 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 want to have this thing where like uh, culture is. I know this is you know bar- like borderline fucking you know uh, uh, Nigel Farage type talk. But the agenda 30- 2030 thing they talk about is they want to replace the cultures in all these countries so that the people don't feel patriotic, they don't feel like they can defend against it. They welcome it. They accept this erasure of uh, of culture and it ends up being this monocultural, monotheistic, uh, no religion, no borders, like borderless, one world government. Well, you see so what they our-
0: said after, they tou- after, the, after the Notre Dame burn, that they were going to rebuild it as a multi multi-religion yeah. facility
1: with a glass roof so you can see when it's,
0: it's roof. crazy like we basically said and this was they appealed to our basic humanity of really wanting to help the earth etc cetera, etc cetera. they use this compassionate language you know agenda 2030 which covers poverty hunger health education global warming gender equality water sanitation energy environment social justice etc cetera, etc cetera. so they they use this benevolent language to yeah. to mask this like nefarious agenda which is so wickedly freaking hydra genius it's crazy
1: and it's used in social justice and it's used in guilt and fear and the the i think if you want i want to be positive about it when we're coming to the end i think they want to play on the natural goodness of most humans which is if there's somebody in need we need to help them and a lot of people are giving and generous and you know we all have done that fucking unicef or you know throw the throw the the penny in the box, and there's like a Somalian child with flies in his eyes, and you're like, "Oh, the poor thing."
3: Right.
0: And
1: then you put all the money in the box, and then some white preacher just takes it and buys a fucking private jet or whatever.
0: Then traffics and, the
1: child and, that had the flies all over him. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Hey, you want him? He's got extra flies. You want this one?" Right. And um, like it's just fuck, it's fucked up. Like you know that they can use, uh, it's like in the Green Mile, you know, they use their love against them both. They, he killed him with their love, you know, like it's it, it's fucked up because we want to help people. Well, and and that I goes back to what some Gerbil, some like Joseph Gerbil Jerry's shit. kids are fucking the bigger the you know, lie.
0: The more and the more you repeat it, the more they believe it. I mean, it's just it's yeah. so tried. It's so it's frustrating because it's like the same playbook over and over again. But like, I don't know, we just fall for, it.
1: fall for it. Yeah, because I think people are inherently good. People want to do good things, lads. People want, you know, fairness. It's built into our DNA. It's developed as children where nobody tells you what's fair or not fair. You just have a sense of it. Right. If you see somebody suffering, like how many kids fucking bring home hurt animals? And they're like, look at this animal. Little did they know 15 years later that they'd be fucking eating that animal with like lettuce and coleslaw in a nice toasted bun. <laughs> like it doesn't. that that shit it's in us deep that we want to save people we see these pictures on the news of disaffected refugees holding all their belongings in two plastic bags trying to climb through a barbed wire fence while they're bet with a leather belt and then they say you can stop this you can stop this by just doing what the fuck we tell you to do motherfucker you can stop this. First of all, first of all, Bocking. you created this you, you created
0: beating? this in the first place and now yeah. give us money to help to yeah. cause the pro- or cure the problem that you created.
1: <laughs> That's it man. It's guilt of fear. so they're like you you're literally whipping this abuela with the leather belt. Why are you hurting this abuela? Just let us into your life, let us give you the vaccines so that you might get a neurological condition that will make you even more malleable and controllable. Let's not have too many kids because, you know, we don't need too many kids. And also buy all this shit. Give us all
2: your money and shut the fuck up about it. And people well, it's are interesting. Sure. It's interesting how they, you know, look, uh, I'll state a fact, that uh, you know, economic situations of people who work for a living many times and 90, I would say safely 90 to 95 percent of the time dictate how many children we choose to have. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, You know, there are people who, you know, millions of folks who receive government subsidies for having children. And that that's it's it's weird. It's like I don't I don't you know, the the those people will be expendable, as will we be when all of this stuff comes into play, if it were to come to fruition. But those people who do that, who live off government subsidies will vote a certain way. And for these for these ways to continue until it is time to basically eliminate all of us you know so um, yeah. Yeah. it's it's a very diabolical very sick plan and you know a guy that, the guy that does a really good job tom deweese from the john birch society has done a lot of good work on the the agenda 21 stuff and, and people would be well served to to research a little bit of his his work also in the john birch society
1: yeah obviously in our episode upcoming uh, there's going to be a lot of like facts and numbers and dates and names and stuff this is more like I'm on the general convo buzz right now I'm not like going yeah. oh, talking for 6 hours about like and then on this <laughs> TV show right but it, it's um it, it's it's troubling that you know this overarching power that's very hard to put down it's very hard to put down on paper to say exactly who the they are. Right. Um. I've had like we're doing our show for over five years, and ever since the start, I found myself saying like, "And they want the world to be like this, and they want the world to be like this." And I started asking myself like, "Who is the they?" Like, it can't all be Rockefellers and Rothschilds and you know the the Morgans and the the the, the you know the powerful families of the world. Um powerful politicians, you know, uh, uh, even richer technocrats and uh, these kind of social media moguls and gurus that have billions. And, like, what's Bill Gates at? What's Bill Gates doing, spending all that money to, I think, do a whole lot of Agenda 21 menu stuff? Like, who is the day When I say they want to control the world, am I talking about Bill Gates? I don't fucking know. Right. And it's keeping the people who are in this mindset in a, a, a constant state of... Uh, Confusion, they flipped the fucking, the, the parties have switched over the last little while. Conspiracy is not cut and dry. Uh, talk about like 2008 and 9, people came together, they sat in the streets of Wall Street and they were like, it's us versus you, motherfucker, that we are the 99%. And then all of a sudden the 99% became like 44.5% right. against the other 44.5%. The 1% are fucking rubbing their scaly, crusty lizard hands <laughs> and roaring, laughing. Yeah. And, like Pat said, the, the people who are usually in positions of uh, uh, you know socioeconomic uh, benefit have less kids and the people who are at the lower end of the scale have more kids and end up needing and, uh, you know, the, without government assistance, they wouldn't survive. They need that government assistance, which makes them essentially kind of slaves to the government if they don't sign the right forms and behave the right way, their their source of income disappears and, right. and educated the people who have higher socioeconomic status have a better education and would be better at rebutting these plans are are coming up with a different scheme are not just following along for fear of being deep number of
2: voters de- that need that need government assistance and absolutely. when you i'll, I'll circle back to you mentioned bill gates and you don't know if he's he's one of the guys that wants to control the world i would say absolutely 100 percent, he is because well. you know he had old blog posts talking about, you know, I, I think it's far back as 2009 or 2010, somewhere in there, you know, about Lithuanian, uh, chemtrail stuff that they were experimenting with. And then there were more releases on it starting this year, um, in the Southwest and other areas of, of this country. And, you know, it's where I can't remember the exact substances that they were emitting into the atmosphere, but basically, um, you know, that that the acceleration of that program west of the Midwest and suddenly we have massive uh, rain that I've I've not seen since 1993. And it's even more so this is record breaking rainfall that we're getting this spring and massive flooding. Does it have something to do with that? Because the the spring was meant to cause cloud cover and reflect the sun's heat. And now we've got, you know, monsoons for six weeks straight. Yeah. yeah. You would wonder what the correlation is. Uh, I've
1: heard Eddie Bravo talk a lot about chemtrails, and even like you know, watch the videos of Prince talking about it on on chat shows. And people are like, God damn, Prince, don't say anything. And then the next thing he's dead halfway in and halfway out. Like, he's talking about they're dropping chemicals on people that make them go crazy. And if you're talking about like west of the Midwest, look look at what's going on in places where there's chemtrails in the air. People are literally fighting pitched battles in the streets with sticks and stones. Oh, that yeah. may break your bones, but words will get you fucking kicked off the internet. Like right. there is right. there is the ninety-nine percent has been split. And that's exactly how we are supposed to be in order to be controlled. Yes. And as we go forward, legislations and attitudes of legislations of government and attitudes of right minded, right thinking, righteous people of the public who want a better world, again, they kill them with their lobos. Like <laughs> Moving, moving those people into acquiescing to those government regulations will end up in a in a, a, a legislated cul-de-sac of uh, social growth that people will end up. We're we're, we're going to live in demolition man. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Where we have to wipe our ass with tree seashells and we're not allowed to swear because the fucking thought police are out in force. Well, I mean, you, you see know, China, China, you've been fined one credit exactly for violation
2: are, of the. What are the current laws in Ireland? And Scotland regarding, you know, posting, say, something that is anti-Semitic, anti-Islamic, anti-whatever. Um, is Are are people getting, you know, are people getting in trouble for any of that? Like, I've seen some uh, of it happening in England, and I'm just wondering yeah. what's going on there.
1: Let me tell you, man, Ireland is one of the most litigious places when it comes to defamation, libel, and slander. Okay. Like, uh, the, the, the libel and slander and defamation laws here in Ireland, well, it changed to the Defamation Act in 2009. So, like, here in Ireland, you have people from America going on tour. It's called libel tourism. So they'll take you from another country, and they'll look at the stuff that's printed in Irish um, papers and, and on Irish TV shows or whatever, and they'll bring somebody here to sue them. What? Wow. Yeah, like, that's... And, and the biggest payouts have all been, all been given by Irish courts. Like, we... Only just voted, I think five months ago, maybe, or maybe six or seven months ago, to take a, 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 a legally written criticism of the Catholic Church in in, in the form of a, 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 an addendum or a like a part of the Constitution. That right. said, that we are not allowed to crit- It's a blasphemy law, basically, that's written into our constitution. There's an amendment in our constitution that says that we can't talk shit about the church. You can't, you can't, you can't call you out can't, the the pedophiles everywhere yeah. in the Catholic Church. So they church. had, they had like unfettered, free access to fuck children and not be criticised in mainstream media about it, in our own country. Like you couldn't even say, like you know, uh, Johnny Murphy. Is uh, <clears throat> accusing accusing like Father Doherty of buggery you know, in a court in a court ruling or a court thing, you couldn't court reporting couldn't report on that because they'd be putting a priest's name in the fucking paper and that was tantamount to blasphemy. Like that's insane. crazy man, crazy man. So like in England they have hate speech laws, they have um, pretty strict hate speech laws. You know about Count Dankula? Mm-mm. He was there's this guy uh meacham what's his first name can't remember his first name marcus meacham that's it and he's called count dankula and he made a joke because his girlfriend loved his little dog so much it was a little pug
0: oh i did Uh, see that i did
1: see yeah she she loved the dog so much and thought he was so cute and he couldn't do any wrong and your man taught the dog how to do a nazi salute and say (laughs) gas the jews (coughs) so so uh Meet Jim would whisper, "Gas the Jews," and the dog would be like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> cool!" Like have a happy face. And he made a video and he laughed about it, put it on YouTube, and they fucking brought him to court. They arrested him and brought him to court, and he was he was done for hate speech. Now they didn't put him in jail, but they very well could have if there wasn't such a massive uh, media oh, outcry sorry. about. Czar. Yeah, I, I think bizarre, we talked man. about that on
0: the on the last show, on the last episode we had you on. That is that is absolutely insane, man. The, the the thought police. The when I, I I was going to say a little bit ago, man, I think the beta test country right now is is uh, is China with their technocracy, with their social credits, et oh, cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I mean, I think we're definitely moving in, in a very similar direction. They're just kind of spearheading the operation right now.
1: Well, I think the way that they have their society set up, it's an awful lot easier to be more kind of opaque about it. Like they can just come in and just go, look at if you hang around like the way that Sesame points is the system they have the social 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 score right. Um, so it's like a Black Mirror episode if you watch that that one with the uh, Ron Howard's daughter. If you're if you're an asshole to somebody, they can just vote you down. Like everybody's a walk Uber, and you have your your social interactions voted on, and it's all done through <laughs> mobile phones. So when two mobile phones touch off each other, it knows like you have to be nice to your barista, and you give him five stars and he gives you five stars back, and your social score stays okay. In China, you can't like, you know, uh, buy stuff in the supermarket with your with your credit card. If your if your score is too low, you can't buy certain products, and your score will go low if you don't do things like, um, you know, pay your pay your taxes and do all these clock into work. Like if you drink, if you buy too much alcohol on your on your shopping list, uh, they'll put your points down. Like in Northern wow. America, my brother used to live in Canada, and he had like a health insurance plan where you would use a credit card belonging to them. And if you bought loads of healthy food, then your premiums would go down. You get like points back. If you wore like an Apple watch and you got your exercise every day, it'd go towards your 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 health insurance. Um, that's for, so for crazy, dude. Positively being healthy, that's right? Crazy. So that's the thing they have in Canada. And I mean, you know, Canada is not far away from kind of like a, a controlled socialist society uh, as far as speech and as far as, you know, um, behaviors or whatever. In China, if you're on a Sesame Point system and say, like, we're talking shit about the government and our points are in the the gutter, right? Because we have a a Chinese conspiracy podcast. (laughs) Anyone that hangs out with us, anyone that interacts with us, their points go down just from being in our company, just from being associated with us. So they're literally removing people who are going to be dissident or who are going to have, like anti-authoritarian views it's literally like in school when they used to put the fucking crazy kid who'd eat his boogers He'd, <laughs> like if you like literally if you sat beside him you would get dumber you'd get worse you'd get worse exam results <laughs> oh, just for sitting beside that kid who's sitting with his fo- up to his third knuckle up his fucking nose like all day in class so they'd put him somewhere down the back Or they put them up the front where you can keep an eye on them, and everybody else is just like, let's stay away from that guy. They literally have a social point system where if you hang out with criminals or if you hang out, if you consort with people who are uh, unwanted persons by the government, your points will go down. It means you can't get that nice bottle of wine after work they won't let you buy alcohol with your credit card like that's fucking crazy and it's not and but honestly man it,
0: it does sound crazy but it's actually happening and it's not even a matter actually of happened. if it's gonna come here it's a matter yeah, yeah. of when and then like i said there beta is. tests in canada china you know even 5g just, oh my yeah. god you're gonna be able to download a, a movie in not not two minutes but 30 seconds like oh fuck yeah. set up the set up the radiation towers then dude you say 30 I seconds it.
2: Never mind America. the tumors sticking out yeah. of my neck. Right. I want to see this movie
0: fast. Or my my gonads just getting turned to dust when I try to freaking ejaculate. It's like, come on, man.
1: You'd be able to look up your symptoms on uh, WebMD really, really fast. With right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I my- uh, eyeball burning? Like, it's kind of like they're boiling? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in America, do you not think that there's a social, uh, a, a social credit system? Do you not feel that? It's not maybe done like so overtly as they are in China, where it's like your credit card literally won't buy alcohol if uh, you hang around with a guy who has really low point score because he just got out of prison. <clears throat> but over here, if you if you engage in double tinker or, 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 you know, uh, thought crime, uh, you get removed from the social platforms or somebody will ring up your employer and go, did you know that... You know, Jeffrey Wilson was talking about such and such a thing. I don't think he deserves to work at that company. And then the company finds out, they're like, oh, well, it's going to be a bruise on the eye of our company. So I'm sorry to save face because of some fucking uh, social justice warrior. I'm going to have to let you go. So they're, Oh, it's definitely happening here. Point. I
0: mean, you look at—I mean, it happens yeah. on different scales. But like Kevin Hart, you know, he's a huge actor, whatever, multi-millionaire, yeah. whatever. Said a couple things on Twitter, and he can't host the Oscars. So, for to a certain degree, that affected his his social ability.
1: Eleven years ago, he said
2: that shit. That's the other thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly, <laughs> you know? exactly.
1: Well, so the attacks by back.
2: the attacks on social media—you know—that we're even getting here, we're getting—you know—banned on Facebook, things like that. Now, you know, you guys, Gordon, you, you tell me what you think of this, but you know, Ma Bell, which many years ago was was uh, regulated and, and broken up by the government because it had become such a monopoly. But, um, I mean, it's basically served as a utility of communication for all people across the country. And Facebook and other social media has become basically a utility, a, a use for communication by all the citizens. And, you know, now we see the, the Justice Department going after social media. Media here in the United States to break it up because of the mon- uh, monopoly and potentially the utility status. And there are people who argue with me that it's not a utility. That that my spoken word, um, you know, is is a utility then. And and but but it is the means of spreading um, news. It is the means of communicating with people. Of of just simply talking to people. Just as email and other things are used. And and email, you know, they, I don't lose my Hotmail account or you know, my Reagan.com account because they don't like what I say, um, you know, so that's something that, that, you know, we see the suppression of, of first amendment rights and people say that's just for the media. That's just for religion. But, but it's a much more, it's a much more sinister angle in my mind of, of intimidating others from speaking out when they see certain people being, you know, losing their jobs and all these other things, you know, where, where it's intimidation um, and, and it's, And it's broadcast in the news to make sure everybody gets that message. I mean, there's a lot of Facebook stuff that's been taken by journalists and
1: published as fact. Like they'll take some shit that somebody said uh, or a tweet. Like there's a lot of news organizations at the moment that wouldn't be, that would basically be out of business if it wasn't for Donald Trump's Twitter account. So they're Mm -hmm. taking these things that people say. It's a public platform, it's a town square, it's a place that should be able to avail of the constitutional rights of free speech. But in saying that, it's also a private company that operates in a private space. So it's like a town square, but a town square inside of a city like the Truman Show that's owned by a corporation. And if you misbehave, you get put outside of Mega City One and you're out in the badlands, out in the brave new world with the people (laughs) who aren't conditioned, you know? And it just... When it comes to regulating Facebook, there's antitrust laws out there that are absolutely pertinent to that case, right? Where they should break up Facebook into its component parts, and they can't communicate. Now, there's no that would if they did that, that would only be a, a cosmetic or superficial uh, curtailing of their power. Like Facebook have so many deeply rooted mechanisms for control. And also for communication. And the fact that, I and I've been saying this for t- t- three years or, or more, um, even before like fake news, before fake news became a thing, guys, I was saying that Facebook is going to be uh, utilitarianized or u- utilitarianized, uh, federalized. It's going to be taken on as like America's social media, that everybody will be forced to be on it you're forced to be you're forced to have a social security number you're mm. going to be forced to have a facebook account and have it installed on your phone for so long uh, android phones were coming with facebook installed and you couldn't remove it and then you find out that the fucking thing is listening to you all the time right. it's always tracking your location and then it even gives you like social capital and social credit uh for want of a better term to, to check in and show how great of a life you're living to other people, taking pictures of yourself in places, taking pictures of, you know, uh, uh, checking in into, like, I'm here, I'm on holidays here, I'm there. Yeah. In, in countries where, where maybe, like, uh, America wouldn't have any jurisdiction, you're still able to track your locations and where you've been in other countries. It's listening to you. It's t- directing advertising towards you. And then, a couple of years ago, it switched over so that if, you were actually successful and you had a lot of social sway, you had a lot of influence. You should be able to, because you generated that influence yourself, because you were able to create a content or create a, a persona that was attractive enough for a lot of people to follow you, that was your intellectual property, what they had done then was put you behind a paywall. So that if you want to then promote something to your influence, to your you know, your your fans you then have to pay them to be able to get the fucking people that already follow you because of the things that you've done. You had to pay for them to see your, your, your content. Right. Like I put something up on Facebook. I get 200 likes max, maybe 300 sometimes if it's really good, but I've like 15,000 people.
0: Yeah, it only no. goes to, in th- in, in, yeah, like I said, they've monetized that where you have to boost and all that other crap. Yeah. Speaking of tracking I'm, I'm you, dude, not... I mean, I to. I don't mean to interject, but this was absolutely yeah. crazy last week. I was hanging out with my, my youngest daughter, and she found a tortoise, a little tortoise in the backyard. And we're sitting there hanging out at her mom's house, talking about the tortoise, talking about the tortoise. I come home, and nothing but tortoises and turtles in my fucking Facebook timeline and coming up in, on ads and
1: Oh, they're listening. Yeah, I mean I was was I was
0: full on I knew that, but I was full on disturbed. I was just like, wow. I wasn't even on my phone. My phone was over on the table and we're talking about my daughter's new tortoise Sheldon, and sure enough, I come home and inundated with tortoise
1: and turtle shit. Because they know that your daughter likes it and they're like, Here buy this shit. Here what about this Yeah.
0: Or that just the fact that they even heard us talking about it. I mean it was just Of
1: course. But like the, the, in the in the in the nineties and early two thousands, like that, the, there was shit like that in movies. You know, in Minority Report, he's walking through with your man's. He got an eyeball transplant, so he couldn't be seen. And it's all like, "Hey, Mister Nakamura, welcome to the Gap. Yeah, are you enjoying that salmon polo shirt you bought yeah, last week?" Exactly. Like it's all it's all trying to be personal. It's all trying to recreate the human experience. If you're going into any website now that that's a service, all the customer service stuff, it's all AI bots that are made to feel. You know, to, to like humans to pass that what's that called the Turing test, where you you you're emailing somebody and they use like the language uh, and machine learning to look at the the certain nouns or whatever you've typed into. My thing doesn't work. What the f? And they're all like, we understand that you're upset because you use the fuck. Um, <laughs> uh, like, please be calm. We're working on a solution right. or whatever. And it's like, bitch. <laughs> Make the thing work. You fucking... I like, don't speak to me like that. I'm going to have to cut you off because, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's a fucking computer. Yeah. We're arguing with computers and we don't even know because it has, like, a Chinese person's face. Right. Do you, you know? know? <laughs> and they're called, like, they're called, like, Mario or, like, Tallulah. And you're like, mm, there's nobody in China called Tallulah. Don't be fucking messing with <laughs> me. You're a robot. Those algorithms, like,
0: they're absolutely everywhere. I mean, I saw... This, yeah. was, this was years ago. A friend of mine, they, he was walking through the mall, you know, those kiosks or whatever, and it was basically talking... You He know, was like, hey, did you enjoy that movie you rented along with your subway say or whatever it was it just basically yeah. they knew what he just walking by walking by and getting that wireless signal or whatever it is it's ab- it's so freaking spooky it's so minority report it's so it's, i don't even know man and then it goes to how- like your worst case scenario of judge dread like you said the mega cities and then the cursed earth yeah. and it's right around the corner man it's scary
1: how how, how how much <laughs> uh oh hello 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 and you're like you give him a dollar hold on r- don't, r- like, well, i lost
0: i lost like 10 Dave, seconds to that
1: shit.
0: i oh. lost 10 seconds yeah say that again i lost
1: like 10 seconds to that okay so do you know the way like you have these guys hey man can i hold a dollar hey man you got a dollar I- i'm hungry man and you're like yeah yeah but don't spend it on alcohol and drugs. i won't i won't man i don't drink i don't do drugs and then the next thing, like, you walk by and say, hey, man, let me hold a dollar. And then you don't give him the dollar. It's like, have a nice day, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, it's like real passive-aggressive shit or whatever, right? Can you imagine in, in the future when all your buying habits and all your stuff is out there that they'll have lads, like, in ha- in scanners or whatever, like, homeless dudes who have, like, a little uh, PAM computer? And they'll scan your chip and they're like, yo, man, let me hold a dollar. I'm going to tell your wife you bought some fucking anal beads or some shit <laughs> yeah, like that. Right. Like everything, you're going to be able to be manipulated for the stuff you watch. It's like, hey, man, you want to, you've seen that interracial midget porn? I'm going to tell your daughter that you watch that shit unless you give me, let me hold a dollar. Like that, that's that <laughs> That'll be the new bla-
0: The new, new blackmail, the new digital blackmail.
1: Yeah, that's happening. And to go, just to go back to Facebook real quick, they're talking about making themselves a utility, right? And I think that this is the big con. This is the, the big move when Mark Zuckerberg is in front of the, the House Oversight Committee taking little fucking sips of water like a lizard, right? And looking shook. We call it shook in Ireland. Like, really, like, you just got a kick in the balls, right? right? And he, he's watching that shit. And he's going, no, we didn't do anything. I didn't know about anything. I didn't- we didn't do anything. I predicted, and it could still happen, Facebook, is left to its own devices, the market forces will force Facebook into, uh, uh, you know, oblivion, into into some some space like uh, where MySpace went, where it's just like, yeah, that was a thing that everybody was on, and now no one uses. Obscurity, right. it's gone, right? What it's doing now is showing its power, it's showing its its influence and its like p- potential connectivity. And saying if every like everybody in the world is on Facebook, there's there's billions of people on Facebook, we can communicate with all those people. But if you and we've done some shady shit. So if you if you turn us into a utility and it becomes like federal Facebook, if it becomes like a government entity, they'll never go out of business. And the same with Twitter. They're like, regulate me. Oh yeah, baby, regulate me, please. Because if the if the government doesn't do that and pump a lot of money into it and right. make sure that they're not after some shady shit, they're just going to go out of business because there's going to be a better alternative going to weigh it in. Like, look yeah. at what Alphabet and it's, Google
2: it's, are doing. It is. It's it's kind of a twofold thing. Look, if you if, if anybody thinks that Facebook didn't gain its dominance without uh, government intelligence agencies' help, yeah. they're they're high. But that's uh, the thing. The, one, there, was always, two, there was always a two, plan to look into that stuff. Big and, and, two, and two, when it is classified as a utility, um, yes, we're all going to have to pay for it.
1: Yeah.
0: It's going to be yeah, the new, like, the like China's blockchain. China's blockchain is an intranet. They're, I mean, basically a government internet. That's essentially, I think, what you're talking about. And that's kind of, I see, coming down the pike. An intranet, governmentally regulated... Yeah.
1: And Net neutrality uh, and the abolition of an agit pie and all that stuff with the, the FCC and stuff like all of that stuff is pointing and leading towards that. Where if you want to get you know the conspiracyfarm.com uh, up and running, you're gonna have to pay extra, like we do on Facebook. You, you, you guys have spent a couple of years, loads of hours, hundreds of hours doing all the work, getting your audience together. Everybody really loves you, and you're putting out your stuff, but it's not on like the government. Uh, government-sponsored telly screens that's on in everybody's apartment or right. whatever. You are an independent media, but in order to quell that and make sure that the message is kept mainstream, they're going to charge you extra to be able to get the stuff that you're already getting now for free.
3: Yeah,
1: And that's that's really something that people are not aware of because they're out in the streets protesting about you know, uh, abortions in Georgia and going like, aren't, aren't Netflix and Disney great for virtue signaling to not produce stuff when they still make stuff in Saudi Arabia and Northern right. Ireland. And it's just an extension of agenda 21,
0: man. Just like they're trying to control resources. Yeah. Information is a huge resource. So Absolutely. I mean, and that's I mean, obviously we see it with the whole thought police and Facebook jail and all that other good stuff, man.
1: One of the weirdest things when I was researching it, and especially with like peak oil and trying to control money. So money and, uh, uh basic like resources like oil and, and housing and stuff like that. <clears throat> I read that, um, rockefeller made up the term fossil fuels because they wanted to create like an artificial scarcity and that oil is not actually made from like dinosaur bones which right. is what we're talking still it's it, it's a naturally refilling uh like naturally occurring element that fills up because of decaying um what's it called algae so like the algae it's not like dinosaur bones have been crushed over millions of years right. it's like the shit that algae gives off when it's been, when it's been decomposing for like 30 years. So there's not actually like a massive scarcity. It's just, there was a, like a really, really good advertising campaign around that, that made it seem scarce. So now that they're pushing towards this electric car, they're able to control those cars. They're able to use the internet, the internet of things to push towards an electric car that's connected to the internet. So that if you are in the car and you're talking about overthrowing the government or talking about some shit (laughs) the car pulls over to the side of the road and it's like i'm sorry dave we cannot go any further with that dissident conversation (laughs) please apologize into the camera and we can continue our journey and you're like i'm sorry for saying the government is bullshit and then when you get into work all the fucking telly screens in the hall as you walk in is you sitting in your car in a locked car apologizing into your fucking windscreen camera going (laughs) I'm sorry, on the way to work today, I said bad things about the company. I apologize and I ask for your forgiveness. And that's just playing on all the screens as you walk yeah, into your office. Exactly. Like that's the fucking shit that's coming down the line. Like it is. And that we have we have a less uh black mirror or a less Twilight Zone version of that now with the way people are self censoring on Twitter. You say some shit on Twitter and then everyone gets on your ass and then you have to apologize and be like, you know, um, you know, 1984, please forgive me. me. Well, That's why stuff. I always
0: tell people it's easy to do that when they're taking down somebody you don't like. But just remember, when you set that precedent, they can then do that to somebody you do like. And it's a becomes a slippery slope.
1: The same with a cashless society. If you're talking about digital money, when Bitcoin was up at 20 grand at the end of 2017, uh, JP Morgan uh, top executives came on the news and said, fucking Bitcoin is bullshit. There's a bubble about to burst. They drove it down to around 7,000 a coin. And then they went in and they bought millions and millions and millions of dollars worth of it and then they launched their own ico and came out with uh morgan coin or whatever it's called oh yeah so they're they're now in the in the cryptocurrency business and for the whole of 2018 was spent with jp morgan chase saying cryptocurrencies are great we're developing our own one if you want to buy into it it's really cheap and they're getting all this uh, interest into cryptocurrencies in the mainstream And look what happens if you have, like, a cashless society, you know. I don't mean to be a Bible basher. I don't know how many out there in – how many of your conspiracy farmers are, like, devout Christians or whatever. But you have this stuff like uh, the mark of the beast, you know. If you don't – no man should buy or or sell save he has this mark. Right. And it's talking about, like, having fucking chips in your hand or even in your phone. And there's no cash no more. So it's going to – and they'll sell that to the right-minded people of the world by going. There's no, uh, you can't do any like illicit drug deals, you know. Right. They're putting stuff with, like narco's and showing what can be done with cash, how cash is evil. Um, Even though that's how
0: Bitcoin lot- really, Bitcoin really got its initial push was through arm sales and black market sales
1: and, and drugs and all. Yeah, the the, the what's this, the Silk Road or whatever. Um, so yeah, they're saying like the cash, uh, cash is going to you know make it easier for prostitution for illegal dealings and uh, drugs and stuff like that. So in order to, and that's the thing that's going to get everyone on board to go, yeah, let's yeah. eliminate cash because we'll we'll eliminate crime. And then the people who are committing the crimes, they're not allowed to have like Bitcoin or they're not allowed to have like the, the digital currency. How long is it going to be before that's done on a political or a socio, socio yeah. sociological or cultural level where if you talk bad about the party, uh, they'll just go, okay, whoop, this is now uh <laughs> this is now the handmaid's tale and Margaret Atwood says that you're not allowed to have any money in your bank and you go in to buy a fucking six piece McNuggets and your card goes
2: <laughs> wah, wah.
1: right you were fucking talking talking shit about President Joe Biden in the cat in your Tesla on the way in and it was listening to you. You know, these things are happening and it sounds no, it, fantastic it, dude. it sounds fantastic. It sounds like I'm taking the piss and I kind of am because it's the sugar that helps the medicine go down. But, like, all of these things that I'm talking about could be a Twilight Zone episode, but they're all happening at some scale in some societies around the world. America, it's more of a social capital type of economy. And in China, it's
2: actual, like, we control our people so we can do whatever the fuck oh, we want.
1: Yeah.
2: How, um, do you think, how do you think the citizens of the world, I mean, in America, we certainly have millions upon millions of people who aren't privy to any of this discussion. I mean, they, they get their little tidbits of news off the, off the evening news after dinner, you know, all that sort of stuff. And, and if a lot of this stuff develops and happens, how traumatizing is it gonna be for these people? Or are they just going to sheepishly stroll down into all of it and not even care?
0: I mean, it's a boiling you know, frog thing because right now, I mean, the silence yes, is acquiescence. The I mean, they're they're almost participating in it by, by. I mean, like you said, some people just don't have access to this information, but by that certain level of ignorance, which means uninformed, they're act they're acquiescent to the whole plan.
1: I like the way you re, you kind of reframe the word ignorance because people are like,
2: I ain't ignorant. Right. What are you calling ignorant?
1: Right. Like, people are busy with their lives, man. They have kids, they have jobs. They come home they fucking want to have dinner, watch a funny movie, and have a laugh. And yeah. And to get dick sucked or something. And then get a good night's sleep, and all of those things fucking take up your day, you know. There's not a lot of people that have the time to be able to go through all this shit. There's not a lot of people that have the want to roll around in this shit because it's literally like rolling around in pig shit, and it sits on you, you know. You when you're daydreaming, you're looking out of a out of a train window on your way to some meeting, and you're thinking like, what the fuck? I've often thought to myself like, what the fuck do I be talking about? Like this stuff is like. Would my life be better if I just didn't know any of this stuff? And it's like <laughs> yeah. it's like Joe Pantoliano. Yeah. He's going like, "Hey, you know, I know this steak isn't real, but it tastes delicious. I put in my mouth. It's juicy. Right. It's not, I love it." Yeah. So I mean, uh, but I know it's not real. If I could, if you could give me a, a pill and make me forget everything I know, you know, I take it. And that's that's a oh, lot, that's lot of that I, I
2: made a statement. I think it was our first episode, Jeff, where I said, "You know, we've been, you know." researching this stuff for a long time before this show started as i'm sure you were you know sitting there going man this is crazy i need to talk about this stuff
1: yeah 20 years man and boy
2: yeah and i said you know to jeff i said you know there are a lot of people out there you know who are simply too busy with their families the kids have sports the school the the work the this the that to even you know start diving into this stuff and i was out for a run with some of my friends we were jogging and one of my friends who you know, he just said, "Man, I listened to your episode, dude." He goes, "I'm one of those people." He goes, "It's kind of freaking me out, dude." <laughs> and so, at least, you know, through your show, our show, and others like, you know, we are we are at least starting to expose people to a to a different way of thinking. To at least, you know, say, "Hey, wait a minute," you know, the media that doesn't sound right. Here's here. Let me look into this a little bit. Let me do a quick Google search at least, or let me tune into these shows uh, where these guys have actually researched this stuff. And, and get a little bit uh, broader opinion on it, because, and that's why I'm so excited about being on FM radio and potentially being syndicated across the United States. Um, for any of us that, that host these shows, we are spreading the word. We are really doing a service to the United States citizens and to the world citizens um, about, look, you need to prepare. This is this is what they're attempting to do.
1: But it sounds crazy, Pat. It sound, like Ostensibly, we sound like those guys in, in those fucking um, you know apocalypse movies where it's like one dude and he's wearing like an army jacket and a beret and he looks like a kind of a, a watered down Black Panther guy and like the hero arrives at this like hideout and he's like come on in man we are the resistance get on gotta get on the airwaves and help these people you know it's like um, the warriors you know fucking you one on the radio going like warriors trying to make a way all the way back to Coney like we are those people who are the narrators of Reality. Where we're,
2: we're I mean, we're, Gibson, we're, we're freaking we'll all uh, Mel Gibson's in Mad Max. Yeah, see, we got all yeah. these.
0: We got all these movie references now. I guess I'll drop mine. I mean, we're basically Jarrell in Superman One. It's like the imminent destruction of Krypton is upon us. Like Jarrell, like, you're no
1: crazy. Believe- you're a crazy yes. man. No one believes. And there's always that character. There's always that character in all of these movies because we know as humans. You know, if you read like John Truby or you read like the the hero's journey any of these kind of uh, uh, script writing or or. or you know, writing books. Joseph Campbell. There are baby. certain elements that are absolutely intrinsically fused to our DNA, like elements of fairness, elements of heroism, elements of, uh, like, like, uh, Sacrific- like a martyr like sacrificial actions for the betterment of everybody you know the stories like jesus has been told like 50 times in all these different cultures and all these different countries over thousands of years it's like some lad that loved everyone else more than he loved himself and it's this thing that's been put into us to go like that's the way you should be even a little bit every day you know and parents of children are have a little bit of that somebody who takes care of an elderly relative are a little bit of that. If you go out and you're fucking with the Peace Corps or whatever, or you're building houses for the homeless, or you're even like throwing a dollar into a cup, like you're a little bit of that. You're like, well, I, I worked for this dollar, but I'm just going to give it to that lad for free, you know, value for value or whatever you call it. And not, not to make uh, it full
0: circle here. and This is what they appeal on, that basis of humanity. This is what these engineers of society who are implementing this, this Agenda 21 are exploiting that, just basic thing you just described. Everybody, hopefully, is basic humanity of wanting to help.
1: He killed them with their love, boss. But (laughs) I think that they didn't anticipate the resistance. And I'm not saying, like, we are the resistance. I'm saying, like, they didn't anticipate the certain elements that they ended up creating in trying to create this one world control. So it's ended up with a whole generation of people who didn't have kids. And there's people up until their late 30s who have expendable income, who have time, and who don't have kids. Like, there's a lot of people out there who have the facility to be able to deal in all this stuff, to listen to all this stuff, who don't have anything to lose, really. Like, when you have kids, you have to put your fucking head down and get to work. Right. Because, like, if you go, you know, there's people depending on you. Right. There's a lot of people now that have grown up in the last generation, especially in the last like 15 years. Um, since since nine let's say, and so it's so about 18 years, and especially since everyone got fucked up the arse raw in 2007 and 2008, there's a lot of disaffected youth, and it's caused a certain subset of society to not have to adhere to this 2.4 children, white picket fence, yeah. kind of best version of post-war America boomers mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's the boomers and it's the Generation Xers that are controlling the finances control and politics but there's another generation these this between millennials and generation x that had an analog childhood and a digital adulthood who know the principles and who know the 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 way the world should work and have seen like pre-internet age yeah but we're also skilled enough to be able to put shit together like a podcast or like a youtube channel and be able to analyze all this media analyze all this information and use What I think is lacking in in some of the younger people, which is like a common sense or a sense of rebelliousness or a sense of being able to push back against authority without being righteous and without being social justice and without being um, coalescent to this liberal agenda, they're able to look at it down the line in the middle and go, no, you're being manipulated on the left, you're being manipulated on the right, and all the business is all happening in the middle. Let's look at that. Right. So it's people who are out here making these podcasts, doing this stuff have an audience of those people too and i don't think the powers that be anticipated that so they're trying to do stuff like deplatform and they're trying to yeah. put out stuff like outrage and you know this uh, like social justice like if you talk about sandy hook you get your fucking show taken off the air And they do what they always do, which is control
0: the narrative and things like we always say, you know, the conspiracy farm. I can understand how that might be off putting for some people. But, you know, just because of that pejorative type term. But what we've done with this show through our however many almost 100 episodes is really redefine that term. It's really I I realize it might, you know, have a have a certain negative connotation, but it's really just a, you know, a critical thinker, somebody who's actually willing to have a have a have an alternative thought on on, you know, a, a narrative, a general force narrative or whatever it is, just. You know, we from all of our conversations, man. We've never really uh, beat people over the head said we are absolutely right, no. man. We have people on. We exchange ideas. We we entertain absolutely. alternative thought
2: processes. Which but we have allowed it's a threat. time. We have allowed time to prove our conspiracies correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. The time is running out. There's
1: certain elements that we all use that are under threat. You know, censorship online, the right. The, right. the ability to be able to fund this stuff, and I think. Mainstream media has has been has suffered a, a thousand cuts and is hemorrhaging sure. big time. But it still can be used to corral uh, a lot of the people who would potentially agree with our points of view and our, sure. our kind of. we see it our, all our the time. I mean, the fact that Hillary
0: Clinton so... can still go pack people in or have anybody yeah. go listen to that woman—it's just like she can in her fuck.
1: She can't dude, they were selling they were selling tickets to go and see Bill and Hillary Clinton for six dollars for front row seats. <laughs> they they, 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 they cancelled the they whole were, thing eventually, didn't they? Yeah. They were embarrassed by how little people sold. And Bill is there like, Oh, just let them go for like ten dollars. Oh, wow. I just wanna talk. I just
2: wanna yeah. be out. People, yeah. maybe get a, maybe get a handful of ass. Right, got to get some footage of a full of a full building. For, you yeah. know, everybody was let in for free. Homeless people were given sandwiches and stuff to sit in there. And, Just photograph the footage. They world. wanted to get footage to build momentum. They couldn't even do that. But here's, exactly. you know, now that you mentioned Hillary, I, I not to not to interrupt and not to go you know off on a tangent. But this is very interesting. Uh, Paul Combetta, who was the IT guy, who uh, posted on Reddit uh, about how to make. Emails disappear how to how to wipe a a server clean and keep it gone forever Uh, There's there's reports now that he was just arrested two days ago um, Pulled out of his house and that's that's on 4chan the anon uh, Website that uh, that one of the one of the anons that lives in that neighborhood saw him in handcuffs being being brought out by the Fed So uh, this this is not confirmed but if it's true, this is really, really big news. Yeah, and as well
1: with Isaac Cappy, like a few weeks ago that happened, and like some of these guys that are out there, they're really close to the to the the nuclear reactor of this power structure. And when you're close to something like that, you're going to get burned. Like you're going to get, you might it might not happen soon, but that, that kind of, the, the radiation sickness of that, Mentality and that operation, that goes
2: really, really deep, and it's like right. so much more powerful than any of us even know. They're working know. their way up. They're working. They're grabbing the low-hanging fruit first, just yeah. as in the, the pedophile and, and human trafficking stuff. But yeah, uh, it, did you guys ever read his initial post on on Reddit? I didn't. Uh, about this stuff, he he said, "Hello, all. I may be facing a very interesting situation where I need to strip out a VIP's (in parentheses) a very VIP email address from a bunch of archived email." that I have both in live exchange mailbox, as well as PST file. Basically, they don't want the VIP's email address exposed to anyone and want to be able to either strip out or replace the email address into from fields in all of the emails we want to send out. I am not sure if something like this is possible with PowerShell or exporting all of the emails to MSG and doing find replaces with a batch processing program of some sort. Does anyone have experience with something like this and or suggestions on how this might be accomplished? Whose uh, email that they want to get rid of? Hillary Clinton's. Yeah, is... thirty three thousand, uh, and then some others that were st- to strip rename outbound, inbound. You could rewrite it with a transport rule. You know, people are given given him uh, all kinds of uh, information on on how to do this stuff. But then somebody else comes on and says, "Is there no, uh, uh, no way to access EB?" EBD manually and and I mean those are you know obvious computer experts that are going back and forth um, on how to figure this out for him. But he got exposed because somebody uh, figured out who he was, and that's when he got exposed for all this stuff. And then he got obviously arrested and disappeared.
1: Hmm. Well, he just
2: got he just got arrested uh, two days ago supposedly. Wow.
1: Under the growing t- chestnut tree, I saw you, and you saw me. That's some, that's some fucking party shit 1984. Like, if you step out of the line, they'll come and get you. Yes. And they'll either do a Seth Rich, or they'll take you and make you a fucking scapegoat, say that you had child porn on your computer or some shit. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's scary stuff right there, man. Absolutely, man. But, like, nobody looks at what happened with the Clintons, like, uh, at the end of last year. They had two houses burned down.
2: Uh-huh. Right.
1: Do you remember that? Do you remember that yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're about to do an investigation. They had a bunch of... Uh, they had a bunch of Secret Service dudes that had their, their like, a garage at the back of the house. And the whole house burnt down. And all the papers and all the stuff, yep. like, everything burnt down just before a big investigation. They are like, what? What the fuck? And no one's looking at that. And there's, like, a picture on, on the front of, I think it was, like, Newsweek or something like that, where it's the two of them in front of the house, like, posing, smiling. And it's like, "House, uh, Clinton House in Nantucket burnt down today. And you're like, yeah. There was Again. a scene in Goodfellas when Joe Pesci and Rayleigh Otto were talking about it's like yeah no i got this boy she's jewish and she want you know she want fuck Henry, you got to go out with her sister and uh and then the next thing they're you know they're putting like uh paraffin soaked tissue into the roof <laughs> into <yeah>. the roof <laughs> yeah. you know,
3: burn this the joint this
1: down but burn, yeah burn it down you know like how do people not see that shit because they're too busy trying to catch up on game of thrones Right. Are putting on Netflix with Peppa Pig for the kids to keep them quiet while they're making a dinner for five people and then trying to fucking have sex and get eight hours of sleep.
0: Well, and again, I mean, this is kind of what we've kind of been alluding to. I mean, people don't want to have individual thought anymore because, you know, if you if you have an individual Tar- thought, then people might think, oh, you are part of a certain group. And these groups are about to start getting played off against each other. So nobody wants to have the balls to have some kind of real independent thought that might go against the, the grain or alienate friends or whatever, whatever. When in fact, like that's, that's where the truth is, man. I mean, you really got to.
1: Is it, is it even that, is it even that like insidious? I mean, you boys have talked to, you see, the way we do those conspiracy guys is like, I kind of pretend to be the expert. Uh, I, 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 I have branched out and I've done interviews and I've done swap casts and you know, people who have actually done like considered academic proper research, written books and shit. But, like, you, the whole remit of my show is that I will look at stuff on the Internet, same as anybody can do, and using the, my kind of knowledge, I'm able to pull stuff together. And I'm not saying I'm, I'm, you know, any more qualified than anybody else. It's just I like this stuff. I'm into it. I understand it. And I can fucking speak words good. Mm-hmm. And I know how to make a podcast and get it out on the Internet. So it's this confluence of all this skill, uh, you know, video editing, audio editing, having the computer, having this fucking this stuff to make it. That's the only reason I have a podcast. And then people like what I say, so then it becomes popular or whatever. You guys have a different model where you have all of that stuff too. And you ask these experts onto your show. Like You've been exposed to some of the most like qualified, uh, knowledgeable, and well-researched people in this field. People who have lived it. Who have lived it? They're living it. They're making the fucking like they're doing the stuff we only are talking about, right? Right? And it's the same with Greg Carlwood, Same with Sam Tripoli and Tinfoil Hats. Like Joe Rogan, man. Like the, the, they're talking to the the fucking creme de la creme of of influential humans, you know. And do you not think if you were like, I don't know, fucking uh, let's say Dell Dell Big Tree, that he's not at home in 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 a time. Of, of uh, soft reflection, you know, as the sun is setting, and he has a a, a chilled glass of Chardonnay, and he's having a think to himself, going like, "Man, there's a lot of people that think I'm a fucking asshole because I say the things I say, or I make these documentaries, mm. and I get a lot of fucking hate mail. I get a lot of messages online, and a lot of people think like the shit that I'm putting out there is poisonous and it's toxic to humanity. And and this not not just Dell, it could be anybody, you know, who's who's going against the grain, right." just trying to put a face to a name for people that have watched your show and have seen who it looks like. Even like, you know, Joe Rogan man, like the amount of abuse that he gets because he's changed his mind about a few different conspiracy theories or people are calling him a CIA shill. Like the amount of ridicule that Eddie Bravo gets because he fucking talks about flat earth or he talks about chemtrails. Like, do you not think there's just a soft moment of reflection there where people are thinking like, is it worth it? Like, is anybody listening? Am I making a difference am i am i crazy am i like i've often thought hmm. am i being fed the propaganda am i perpetuating the fakeness and the realness is just find somebody to love and have kids and try and grow in a in a world that is a little bit shit for some people but try and make it the best you can for yourself it's very difficult to start broaching these topics because it
2: unravels your your the dna of your life yeah it's a thread that people don't want to pull it's like going against someone's religion, or even something as simple as the, you know, when when mixed martial arts, no holds barred, was invented, it went against, you know, you know, traditional martial artists, a boxer, a wrestler, a kung fu artist. Yeah. That the part they, they it was so their martial art was so intertwined through their soul that they couldn't mm-hmm. let it go, and they'd go out and get their face caved in because they weren't a complete martial artist. And this is this is the same thing that's happening where people are so connected to their politics, it's it's intertwined through their soul like a religion, <clears> and <throat> they won't let it go no matter what because then they have to admit that they've been lied to and they yes. believe it their entire life. Yeah, and it's much more difficult the older you
1: get and the more life you've built the harder it is to like light a match and walk away from it and start in a whole new thought process and the people who are perpetuating this agenda 21 process are really counting on that because it's everyone from 40 plus who are are in the position where they're able to uh, enact those laws to change the legislation to change policies to change your company's work they're all the anyone who's 40 plus they're all the CEOs they're all the politicians they're all you know and everybody who's below that are busy fucking get making money fucking bitches you know Mm -hmm. are having kids or trying to think about how to afford a house or pay all this goddamn rent like you want to get a note in a car because you want to have a nice car so people will touch your dick like people are uh, obsessed with other things and they're not really look you know look to the skies like let's fucking get philosophical um, well then then it also baits a larger
0: question, man, and we've even I've even thought that myself, you know. I mean I, I I have pretty good faith in what we do. But when people start to chew on this stuff and realize like Pat just said, people's reality has been inverted on them. First there's too much ego and what how people think about things so they don't ever want to think yeah. that. But then it baits the question, what do I now do? What can I do? You know, you can't well, fight City Hall step. and no everyone just has this kind of just defeatist attitude. When in fact, and because, you know, it reminds me of the quote, the Mark Twain quote, in the beginning of a change, the Patriot is scarce, man, and brave and hated and scorn. Only when it's caused to see the determined join him, for then it costs nothing to be a Patriot. Like that's yeah. everyone. It's easy to just go along to get along. But, you know, like I said, we're in a boiling frog situation and the stakes are, are way too high to just be to be sheepish about this man. And the well, only time like and we all know, the only thing you can change something is to recognize there's a problem, you know what I mean? It's so, but people don't oh, even yeah. want to recognize as a problem. So
1: it's putting on it's well, putting like, on those those uh, those Roddy Piper shades and going like, yeah, shit, yes. yes, what the fuck? And yeah, it, but, but it's hard to break out of that thing. And with Agenda Twenty One in mind, uh, to to even like say to somebody, hey, there's a fucking world organization that are trying to control the whole planet, to control education, to control medicine, to control money, to control politics, and to control population by culling. Okay. A whole bunch of people, the fact that there's so much science fiction and so much media out there that are saying like that's just a movie, people will not believe you. And in order to be armed with the information that will make Agenda 21 slip right inside you and nice and lubricated, you have to listen to I think 13 episodes of those conspiracy guys. Yeah. Which is four to five hours each. That's like right. seventy hours of hard, you know, information. To go like, oh, my God, is that the way that actually is? Shit. Well, and like, and one, like,
0: of the, one of the downsides of mainstream media now knowing who Alex Jones is, everyone's looking for that shortcut to thinking. So when you do say something about how deep it is, it's almost this immediate, oh, you're, you've are you been listening to too much Alex Jones or, oh, yeah, you're probably, one of those conspiracy I've, guys. I've
2: been accused of being Alex Jones so many god dang times. It's pathetic. But, you know, to th- give me an example. Give you an example that's going on. You know, CNN three hours ago posts a a news story. You know that says Nancy Pelosi is winning the impeachment fight. So what I want people she stopped to stop that fight seven months me, ago. Yeah, let me simplify this, people, just a little bit. Um, you know, because it's it's this this that that uh, Trump interfered in the investigation, obstruction, and all this other stuff. Listen, we we know it's fact that the dossier. I, was fake on trump it was funded by the dnc and hillary clinton and a few others that led to oh, Ill- obtaining VISA, visa warrants which led to illegally spying on the front runner in the gop then president-elect and then uh, and, and it went from there that led to a complete illegal investigation that trump obstructed and he's going to be impeached for these people have <laughs> to, they have to take a fucking step back and go wait a minute man I don't care if you're on the left, the right, whatever. You have to look at the facts and understand the retarded nature that your brain is in, that you can't comprehend all of these steps that led to obstruction charges against the president, which Mueller, that was his last parting bullshit shot. Or is it part of the plan to just turn this country upside down and Trump's part of it? You know, I I am not sold 100%, but what I'm saying is, is that I'm leaning more towards they really do have to stop Trump, or they in de- they are in deep shit.
1: Well, Trump is like a, a, an upsetter. He's uh, he's outside of this agenda of control. He doesn't play by their rules. I don't think he's is he the whole, though? Is titanium. he? Didn't his
0: uncle or grandfather help deal with Nikola Tesla's work after he died? I mean,
1: it just yeah. And he invented a time machine, and then his son went back in time, <laughs> and then Mike like, did you see that shit? That no. Trump is a time traveler. Yes. <laughs> That, that, that an adult Donald Trump is actually Baron Trump sent back in time To grow up as Donald Trump To become the president and be his own father
2: Well, again Even in we have Even we draw, delineate lines yeah. On common sense. Right. Sure, I mean There's a flat it's, earth it's,
0: society for fuck's sake There are people who think dinosaurs <laughs> didn't exist
1: for fuck's sake
0: Australia is not real, those are crisis actors Yes, stupid is ubiquitous
1: Of course, but what I'm saying is that like if you take what Pat is saying about, like this this global system, that people are not aware of. Nancy Pelosi, quite blatantly said, yeah, we're giving up on we're giving up on uh, impeachment processes because there's not an in the Mueller report. And this was the two weeks before it was released. Obviously, right. they're getting they're getting prequels. They're getting like snippets gone. Yeah, Bob Mueller said, no, nothing's happening. Yeah. So uh, and Mueller's leaving sentiment. Was so like purposefully vague, to be able to leave room for people to speculate on Trump's guilt. Still, he's like, yeah. "Well, the, my report doesn't say that he's not not guilty." Bye. <laughs> and you're like, "What? Like, is he either guilty or not guilty? Well, he's not right. not guilty, but he's not guilty,
2: but he's not not guilty." Yeah, like, I, oh, I thought
0: that vagary was was very interesting, and well, I think well, we can't strategic. charge
2: a United States sitting president with a crime, so we're just going to say that you know. Uh, we didn't look into the prosecute, the the, the ability to prosecute because yeah. of that. But but you know the I left it to you know Congress can look at that and you know this and that and it's, but it's being it's being left there as like the leather belt to
1: to beat Trump with still by the media for the next eighteen months until the oh election, you have
3: to yeah
0: which,
1: which I'm I'm sure he he will win or whatever. But if you you have to look at the oppositional thought behind that. So like the House Oversight Committee when they're interviewing Peter Strzok on that and his, in, his influence and his affair with, I can't remember the name of the woman. and Lisa Page. Um, Lisa Page. Lisa Page, Bruce Orr uh, made the fucking, Ellie Orr. Steele oh. dossier and all that stuff. So that Steel dossier is 100% like fabricated. That is a political version of um, that scene from Deer Hunter where uh, Al Paci- or is it Robert De Niro and uh, uh, Christopher Walken are given the guns. And it's like, did him out. Like, this is a fucking political ditty mail right where they're being handed a loaded gun and go like defend yourself he's like okay i'll defend myself by by not participating in what you're trying to frame me up as and they're look at him look at him he's guilty like all of that stuff and the and the the uh what would you call it the the tiny machinations like the super complicated tidbits that like Tim Poole would make a 20 minute video on or like Steven Crowder would have a whole show on for a whole night about like the video of Nancy Pelosi talking while she's drunk. And the fella that fucking posted that it has been arrested. Really? Yeah. The fella that posted on Facebook has been fucking arrested for some trumped up bullshit what? because they wanted to get rid of him because he made Nancy Pelosi look like a fuck. In Rose swilling desperate housewife. Yeah. But she's like I, and was yeah, I'll right. tell you, i tell you. Three things. Okay. Three things. And she holds up two fingers.
2: Three she's babbled things. she's okay. babbled so many times on camera
1: that oh it's her and Maxine Waters need to be they're the fucking they, all they need is to have Betty White and they'll have a fucking golden girls reunion. Like <laughs> you yeah. know, they need to fuck off. They need to fuck all the way off. And I'm yeah. talking about the same on the other side where you had like Joe Biden going like, I'll punch Trump in the face if he comes near me. It's like, Joe, you have trouble standing up out of a chair. Go molest some fucking kids in front yes. of some cameras again. Why don't you? Like right. there's a lot of people there that are superfluous to necessity, right? Yeah. And it seems <clears throat> that people get caught up in the minutiae of that. That steel dossier took hours out of my life that I could have been off looking at something else or reading another book. Hmm. But I wanted to understand fully what was happening, yeah. So that in ten years' time, I can look back and go, "Bang, that was our nine. That was our nine eleven. That was our Gulf of Tonkin. That was our Lus- Lusitania." Like steel dossier against Trump was the Watergate of our time, and yeah, it was one hundred percent manufactured. And as a conspiracy theorist, it'll be looked back on as an absolute travesty. Well, when we cement. said that what was it Pat?
0: one of our first episodes july 2016 we had on guests and we were basically talking you know fusion gps perkins coy all through the dnc not even a conspiracy theory is all fact dnc stole the nomination from bernie and like of course nothing happens but people still just i, I hate trump because he grabs pussies like yeah but do you realize these guys weaponized the fbi and completely engaged in federal election fraud here on your side? i mean it's just people have but these trust, confirmation well, biases the and
2: that's a much right deal. people have
0: these confirmation biases that they just they will go down you know truth tooth and nails swinging to defend it's crazy so and
2: just so and, and just so just so w- when we were talking you know so much agenda 21 and everything else that was going yeah. on i just got a I i just got a message that the uh main legislature okayed assisted suicide and the bill is going before the governor here pretty soon well there you go that's a logan's run situation (laughs) where they're going to put
1: fucking chips in everybody's arm and when you reach 65 they'll they'll sound the horn of gondor and like the fucking (laughs) morlocks you'll all be like whisked into some cave and everyone's like okay stand real still everybody and then a fucking blade goes by at shoulder height and it's like okay let's all let's render all these for fat and then like Bill all Gates. The millennials are, uh, are gonna be buying fucking Yankee candles made out of rendered human yeah. fat and smelling like cookies and cream or fucking you know cinnamon. Oh, Auntie Auntie Anne really smells like Christmas. Right.
2: Like, <laughs> <the> <laughs> you, guys dig, you guys will dig this. They are they are pulling out all stops against Trump, dude. They they uh, a story i totally forgot about this is uh, I think it was a UK newspaper posted that uh, Trump overheard saying that he had sex with black women to get a little chocolate in his I diet. I saw
1: that. I saw <laughs> that. And I'm sure, I'm sure that was posted on the UK papers next to a, a picture of Meghan Markle, right? Right. <laughs> just, just for extra outrage. Yeah, for sure. She's yeah. nasty.
0: She's na- I didn't know she was nasty.
1: Apparently, he said he said that um, Kate Middleton should do some swim swimwear pics. Like, come on, Kate. That was literally the tweet from like 2012 or whatever, and now he's meeting them and he's shaking he's shaking hands with Prince William. And Prince William is like, "Did you literally tell my wife to get her tits out for the lads?" <laughs> <laughs> this is not this is not Grad, Donald. I saw he She's gave the, the fucking...
0: Queen he gave the Queen a fist bump, dude. I was fucking rolling,
1: man. Oh, uh, did he actually? <laughs> he straight up
0: fist bumped the Queen. I was like, this dude gives no fucks whatsoever. Zero
1: dude. fucks. That's it, and. I watched a lot of the YouTube videos of, of him walking around uh, Buckingham Palace and it's like Camilla Parker Bowles who's the wife of Prince Charles. Yeah. She's the woman that the royal family killed Princess Diana to replace. Right, And um, we have an episode on that as well if you want to see. So she's, she's walking around behind uh, Prince Philip and Trump who's being shown around the palace and she keeps on turning around and she has her hands done in a kind of a, like a Mr. Burns type of thing where they're limp-wristed Is and it? hanging in front of her. yeah she's walking around the thing and i think she's a bit pissed like she seems like a bit lush you know like a like a uh a a a well-to-do woman who's after organizing some kind of wine and cheese thing and she had (laughs) one more drink than she was able for and then she's just going around going oh my god isn't this so funny and she's winking at all the cameras going like this fucking this dickhead is walking around my house. like She's literally winking at cameras going, like, how funny is this? That Donald Trump is in Buckingham Palace. Like, right. this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> and everyone is going, like, do you, do you do you know what you look like? Do you know what you look like? Do you know? It, she looks like Mr. Burns in a wig. Hammered and going around the place fucking making fun of the president of the United States. They had a front page picture of the presidential plane with a, guard, a military guard of honor. And they said... The UK today deals a savage blow against the American president, Donald Trump, by not putting a red carpet out in front of his Air Force One plane. It's like, are you talking about the fucking government of England decided to deal a political blow (laughs) against the American president by not putting out a red carpet? That is some real fucking low rent,
2: <laughs> passive aggressiveness. Yeah, but that's what they've. That's, that's the fuck, what they've been. That's what they've been uh, basically produced history. to at this point. Yeah, it's like bad. what the fuck? Like it's bullshit, is what it
1: is. And to get back to the thing we were talking about with Agenda Twenty One, how can you expect people of right mind and intelligence to be able to take the time away from looking at that shit? Because yeah. that's the shit that that's the bright lights that will take the. The, the able-minded away yep. from thinking about what's really happening because it's fucking more entertaining to think about this shit. It's more hilarious and uh, you know, it's it's time better spent in the mind of somebody who's able for that information. Like, I find it hilarious. I talk about it for hours and it's really hard to think about you know, abortion and population control and, you know, vaccination and the <clears> financial <throat> system, how fucked we all are it's super negative to think about that. It's a lot easier right. to think of, uh, you know, Camilla Parker Bowl is making fun of Donald Trump and him walking around going like, Melania, I'll be back in a minute. Yeah. And he's waddling through. This is East this is Day the there. same
0: rationalization of, you know, Rome, you know, Justinian and Vespasian of build, building the Coliseum to keep, you know, for games to keep everybody distracted from the fucking destruction of their society.
1: Yeah, it's 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 basically yeah the the Colosseum and uh, we're feeding Media ourselves to the lions. Yes, you know, we're we're volunteering to fight the lions because somebody said it would be fucking great crack.
0: Well, it is political theater and it has been hella entertainment, dude. We've gone this is our longest show,
1: Pat. I do believe we're not
2: <laughs> breaking records. Yeah, no, did-
1: absolutely, we're- dude. <clears throat> last week we did an episode on uh, George Orwell in nineteen eighty four on Tinfoil Hat, and I think I broke his record as well. So. Love yeah. conversations. Sam's boys.
0: my dude. No, absolutely, man. It's great to have you back on. And obviously, you're welcome yep. back anytime. And like we've talked about before and off air, you are definitely one of the cats we're trying to holler at to get this lineup together on FM Talk Radio. Those conspiracy guys, Gordon Rockford, we are talking a little Agenda 21 today. Follow up with him. When's your Agenda 21 episode coming up?
1: Uh, in the next couple of days, so uh, you talked about the, the start of June 2019. I'm also going to put this episode up in our uh, feed as well. So Feel free, swap, man. Uh, each one, teach one, baby. And, uh, get 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 people over to the farm and see if you can uh, pick out a few carrots of knowledge. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And obviously in his episode, he goes a little, little longer, a little deeper. We've kind of scratched the surface with Agenda 21. But I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when this is happening. It is going down right now. And the yeah. more you know... You know, like my dad always said, hard head makes a soft ass, man. You want to you want to you want to figure out what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. You don't want to be a casualty of this.
2: Yeah, and I, I think that I think it's a, uh, appropriate of me to say that I'm going to as, as much uh, joy as I get out of Gordon intimidating or imitating Americans from different parts of the country and Different backgrounds. I think that I've got to work on my Irish accent so that next time we do a swap cast, he can do it as an American and I'll do it as an Irishman. <laughs> and
0: I, and I, I noticed, I noticed, I noticed, I noticed, Gordon, all your black guys speak jive, dude. I'm quite fucking offended, dude. <laughs> all your black dudes is jive talking, jive talking, motherfuckers, round hill.
1: Jeffrey, I have to say. What about the normal American accent that I was doing? Maybe that guy was black, but you
2: just didn't recognize yeah, Of that. course. Exactly. Gordon's, Gordon's yeah. thinking and said, fuck, I forgot Jeff's part black.
0: <laughs> Ladies and only gentlemen. The, only the good half. Yeah. <laughs> Gordon <laughs> Rockford, on this day, June 6th, June 4th, the year of our lard, two toes at 19. Gordon Rockford, <laughs> those conspiracy guys.
2: That's the best Irish quad.
1: Uh, <laughs> It was great. It was great to have. It was great to have the chats with you boys, and uh, I look forward to meeting you in real life at some stage, uh, very close in the future. You're doing absolutely. great work, and uh, I'm all for that FM shit, man. We get the message out there, and uh, it doesn't have to be all doom and gloom. No, I'm really absolutely not. That. Comedy and conspiracy are great bedfellows, and uh, I think with all of our combined efforts, that uh, you know the uh, the revolution doesn't have to be grim and grey and absolutely boring not. and sore, painful. Um, Anyone that wants to find me, you can go to thoseconspiracyguys.com and thanks very much for having me on the show.
0: Absolutely. Thank Thank you, man. It's been Gordon Rockford. Peace and all that love, guys. Stay tuned. There will always be more.